Come on, you dumb thing. Wow, that took forever. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I've lost my influence. Mel Gibson? Maybe it's time I Fuck yeah. Coat. I didn't know that man. As he puts on his white hood. Oh no. No, it's only Jews. He puts on his fancy outfit. Menorah hood. Mel Gibson's life is like. Yeah, this is actually a documentary on Mel Gibson. The real story of Mel Gibson. Nicole and the kids are well, I hope. Is that Adam Sandler? No, who is that? Um. Uh, no, it's too young. Yeah, Adam Sandler's old now. Matthew McConaughey? No. That's not Matthew that McConaughey. That's not Matthew McConaughey. Cole. Oh, he's Santa. Okay. <laughs> that little kid looks like Ben Shapiro. Doesn't he? He looks like... That looks like little Ben Shapiro! What the fuck? That's, uh... Ian Nelms and... I don't know who they are. You can't be serious. Oh, that's a guy who's in a bunch of Tim and Eric skits. This is what people actually think of it. Christmas is a farce. I am a joke. Oh, so he's Santa. He's Santa. Hunting. I'm gonna kill some tanks. There is a rising number of our youth making poor decisions. Oh, and that guy that I said was on the Twitter stuff, he was also a character in Westworld. Oh, okay. I heard the first... I watched the first season of Westworld, and that was really good. This... This looks pretty cool so far. <laughs> kidding. Oh, we're eating, like, Buddy the Elf food. Yep. It's a giving that keeps him young. I've come for your hands, Batman! <laughs> Could you imagine you pitching this movie? Like, hey, how Santa's about... Santa's fighting... The mob. A guy? <laughs> a hitman. Oh, okay. Who, I guess, this little kid hired. Because he got coal, okay. Yeah. This has to be a comedy. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, like, it's a rated R comedy. I mean, this yeah. is awesome. I love, like, these types of Christmas movies. It's like Die Hard, only actually Christmas. The fat man's got his eye on you, kid. Oh, that's Donner. Lucky it wasn't Blitzer should tear your package clean off. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that looks great. I watched, watched the hell out of that. Incredible. When I saw that, I was just like, oh, that's one of the books that we're going to be doing. But. It, oh, there's the main cat. That. She's out of here. Anyway, so welcome, guys. Welcome to our holiday. Well, it's not really a holiday episode, except I'm dressed in holiday You stuff. are. I'll be doing. But then, because we, well, we couldn't quite sync it up to be on a holiday. Yeah, so. no, we couldn't sync it up to be on Christmas, but we so tried. So we're doing one a few days before Christmas, and one we'll do one two days after Christmas. Yep, so. which is our gut rot episode. Yep, I'll so. try to find holiday-themed stuff in our box of awful. I don't know if there's any. There probably isn't, but I if mean, you could, maybe post-apocalyptic, because, you know. Winter stuff. Well, the oh, we years. already did Winter we World. We already did Winter World, but, or, you know. New Year, Our end of the world. Our stuff released on January. Yeah. <laughs> Here's this... a bunch of terrible books from the 80s that came out in January. And we had to Google all of this to make sure that we were this right This one on. is from, what is it, Eclipse we always get? Oh, yeah. We yep. always get Eclipse. Yep. Uh, here's something some weirdo made in his garage, oh. and here's an awful Rob Liefeld knockoff. Here's a... That's what they all are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here's a movie about Jews, or here's a comic about Jews. Listen, we're not doing Chuck Dixon stuff yet. No. Oh, Chuck Dixon is on our shit list. 
He's well, sort oh God, of. He's, we found more stuff by him because AJ started looking it up. He's got more. Like he's got like a QAnon comic that he did. Yes, yes, he does, and it looks awful. Yeah, and yep. yeah, I'll have to read it. Well, he I didn't guess. write it; he did the art. Chuck Dixon doesn't draw. He's the he's a writer. Then it's the other guy who. It's Chuck sure. Dixon's on it. Like I think he wrote it. Did he write all of it? Oh, I thought he teamed up with somebody. Well, I know with that Clinton Cash one, it was written by like sixteen people. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Chuck Dixon tries to hide his where he stands in life. I don't know. I just want to buy his Winter World sequels because those look actually good. Yeah, there's two of them. There are. There are. Oh, there was only one. Yeah, there's two more volumes. Oh, yeah, well, they look great. Shit, I want them. No, so we Chuck Dixon's on our shit list. He's one of those Very interesting sad. authors where he makes really great stuff, and then oh, and then you do you see that slide? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I was like, oh no, the beer's gonna die. Poor beer. You'll have to suck it out of the carpet too. I would. The stuff's tasty. It sure is. No, um, Chuck Dixon. There's not even a lot on him either. When you research him, like there's a lot, but there's not a lot. A lot. You know, he, you can't. He did, he did good, but he don't. He only did good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, but he he does very good pulp work, like post-apocalyptic superhero yes. stuff, that kind of thing. And then he'll do, like, political books, and they're fucking terrible. terrible. Oh, Chuck. Poor Chuck. Um, so today, uh, before we get into our actual updates, we decided not to do the news. We're going to shoot off some recommendations for you for the holidays. Do you want a nerd, or do you have a nerd friend? Do you not know what kind of comic book to get him? Do you want to get them started into comic books? Oh, so these are like good starter comic books? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. I know. I, I have I have go-tos for these. You yeah. have one right there. Do, wait, I the, do? The, yeah, the one that we're reviewing. Legend of the Overfiend. No, the one below that. <laughs> the one below that. Uh, the Darkness? Yes. Uh, for, for your gamer friends, for your epic gamer friends, potentially, yes. yes. But I decided to pick two books that I think that anybody or anybody can really get into that are awesome. Um, one of Kit's favorites. Yeah, I can talk about this. Well, I can talk about both of these because I've read both of these. Yes, you have. Uh, Pride of Baghdad by Brian K. Vaughan and art by... Nico Henrichon. Henry Henrichon. That one. Um, this book follows four lions it's, that... It's semi-based on a true story. It's semi-based on a true story of the bombing of an Iraqi zoo. And during, it's a bunch of lions. The, oh, this is the best scene where the... That is a meme. <laughs> That's the best the meme ever. is like, hey, what's going on? Come on! cult giraffe. The cult giraffe, yeah. Yeah, because he's in a cult. Yeah, but it's supposed to be like a real fucked up part, and it is, but like out of context, it just looks goofy. Yeah, my favorite meme of that where he goes, hey, watch this, and he just explodes, and they get around, and he's like, holy shit. Check this out. (laughs) Yeah, people memed it, and it's like, this is from a very, very serious book. Um, But it's about four lions trying to survive after the bombing of Iraq, of the Iraqi zoo. They escape, and they're traveling, and they all encounter all kinds of crazy, wild stuff. It is semi-based on a true story. The reason why I recommend this is that it shows how intense and personal comics can be and how emotional they can be as well. This is like if Homeward Mound was made by Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, or <laughs> I was going to go with Rover Red Charlie, but I thought this one would be even sadder because you find out it's like a true story. Yeah, this one ends up being <laughs> yeah. like really real. It's, yeah. uh, but it's it's but they, they do talk. It's not just yes. like, oh, here's what the zookeepers saw or something. It's like, no, they, they make them into characters. They do, They've got yes. names. They've got their, their little society it's, in the zoo. It's not like Love the Lion, like the Love series no. from, Magne- from Magnetic Press, Love the Lion. No, I know what they are. Oh, okay, I'm saying yeah. it's not like, it's not it's like, not like, like science. Obviously, the art is, is fucking gorgeous. This was like an, er- this was like an early all-digital comic. It was, comic. it was. Like, um, before people were really doing this, uh, Henry Sean, I believe, is a French artist, which you see a lot of French artists picked up uh, similar styles. 
but he does it. It's he very draws pretty. the hell out of this. He draws great animals, great violence, tons of cityscapes and destruction. You you don't even see that many. I don't think you see any humans until All, the very until end. the very end. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see some in the beginning. Do you see the beginning? The I think too. I, I think. Um, you see the jets. You see the There's jets. The F-18s going over because they got two engines. And what's great too is that you kind of don't pay any mind to them when they fly over. I mean, you see them, but you just think it's oh, pretty, pretty thing you happening. See, you, you wouldn't see F-18s in the Middle East for any reason other than you're about to get fucked. <laughs> I'm sorry, my military stuff is not up to date. <laughs> my dad designed the F-18, so I, you know, <laughs> like I know about this stuff. Uh, no, you don't. Looks like you I don't guess you don't. No. You, no, you don't see any humans till the very so, which is kind of Lion King esque because there's no sure, humans in that movie. Sure. But you do see some some U.S. soldiers at the end. Yeah, and it's like oh, so it's it's this is fucking sad. Um, it's also one of it's Brian K. Williams. too. This is after Why the Last Man. Yes, and after um, Runaways. Runaways. So but before I would, Saga, but before Saga, so which yeah, we felt. I guess I felt a little bad shitting on Saga so much because I like Brian K. Bowen a lot I do too, but I don't like Saga that much. But this is one of his excellent, and this is a single volume. Yes, Vertigo comic. Uh, I don't think they've re-released it yet, so it's that probably, is the re-release. I think no for Vertigo though. Oh no, 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 no! They have it'll no, definitely get Vertigo's re-released because it was a big seller and won a bunch of awards. Be- released under the dc black label and people get upset yeah now the pride of baghdad characters can show up in like justice league events hell yeah (laughs) dude how cool how funny would that be we're the we're the pride of baghdad what the what what? who the fuck are you don't worry about it (laughs) we're not doing full reviews i I could do a full review of pride of i could well i already did did we on this show? Yeah, we did. Was I there for that? Yeah, you were. I don't remember. It's okay. How you drunk were drunk. was I? Pretty drunk. Okay. You're always pretty drunk. That's cool. And then the other one that I was going to recommend is... Now this is one we both have done reviews and recommended, And so. everybody can shut up, because I've already talked <laughs> about this. It's good. It's Black Hammer, which I will always... Oh, I got to give you volume three. I finished it. Oh, good, because I want to know how I want to know how it ends. It, well, there's four volumes. Oh, there's so four. There's one okay. more volume. I thought, yep. I thought there was three. No, but you could end, up, you could end this one. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, Black Hammer is about is literally DC's crisis. If it yeah, wasn't, it's like a DC crisis event. Yeah, but all but, not DC characters. Yes, it's kind of Venture Brothers esque in that yes. way, where it's like this character is very clearly supposed to be like this thing. But yes, we can't use that name, but I want to. I want to. Yeah, so I made something close enough. Yeah, I do have a hard on for Black Hammer. Thanks, chat. I appreciate. He's got that. a big hard. I love Black Hammer. It's by Jeff Lem- Lemire, Lemire, and Dean Osterman. Ormston and Dave Stewart as the colorist because well all of Dave Stewart the entity that is Dave Stewart because the it's consuming Dave yeah, yes because he is not one person it, no, um, he's, but he's Black Hammer not. is a very self-contained story um spanned into four volumes but it's very it's a self-contained crisis is what yeah. it is yeah well it's there's kind of not, the aftermath of a crisis yeah but there's not like a lot of characters in it like even with no there's only crisis, there's, there's, there's always kind of you kind of learn who all of them are and then it yes. just goes from there yes and um, it's 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 weird it's fun it's dramatic it's, it's really really engaging and it's funny it is funny like, it's, it's like a bleak kind of funny because uh, everybody's very unhappy Everybody is except one guy and it's the, the, the basic premise is it's, it's all these superhero archetypes who are in like a big fight with essentially like Galactus? He's the Anti Monitor. The Anti Monitor, like any Infinity. any of those big guys, yeah. any of those big Galactic guys, and then they you find out they beat him, but for some reason after they beat him, it put them in this like 
parallel world. It's like, or like an alternate dimension or a segmented yep. planet or something, but they're all stuck on this farm in this like weird town that seems functional, but everything's a little off. Yes. And they don't age. They're just kind of there. Yeah, yeah. And they all, none of them have their powers. Well, Dr. Weird, or uh, Weird has his powers, yeah. and the alien does, but. Golden Gale doesn't. So some of them well, don't she's have stuck the problems. As a kid. She's stuck in her little kid. Yeah, form, but she drinks like, and smokes and it's amazing. Yeah, because she's like Shazam, but a little girl. <laughs> yeah, and she's like foul mouth. It's really funny. Because she's an adult, yeah. but she's stuck as a little, little tiny she, girl form. She's the one who probably has the most rationale out of everybody. She's like, guys, this sucks. But anyway. Yeah, they have, well, they all have different reads on the situation, but yeah. they, none of them are really that happy with it. Well, none of them are all, and all of them are really likable, and none of them are likable at the same time. They're they're so. they're they're relatable and flawed characters. Uh-huh. It's it's very very good. It is. So anyway, so those are my recommendations. Kit, what are your recommendations? I didn't bring anything in particular. I mean, I'm well. I can use I can use. I, I'm going to do a review of that. So okay. Well, because uh, people are asking me actually about the darkness this week. Uh, I like the darkness a lot. It's uh, an older comic from the '90s from Top Cow. Uh, co-created between Garth Ennis, who obviously cool. I like a lot, and Mark Silvestri, the founder and owner of Top Cow, uh, which follows the and some people probably played the video games that were on the yep. PS3. There was that's, the Darkness. That's how I learned about the Darkness. And that's why this volume got released because this is this is an interesting volume because there's there's like a bazillion million issues of the Darkness. It ran for like two or three decades, you know, a bunch of ish, hundreds of issues, all that kind of thing. Varying levels of quality yes. throughout, but there was a lot of good stuff in there. And so when they made the game, they were like, all right, there's two things. We need to establish who Jackie Estacado, our main yep. guy, is, what his powers are, and like what's what's his story. And Jackie's a hitman? He is a hitman for the New York Mafia, yes. And then, and then on his, I think it's his 21st birthday, he inherits the power of the darkness, which is a power that gets passed down between men. Uh... I think it's because he kills the previous darkness. I forget exactly how it happens, yeah. but he gets the power and it allows him to just summon. If there are shadows, he can summon demons and monsters yes. out of them and he can summon a lot of them. <laughs> and then this, so we're going to go into a review later, but this is something you would recommend for your comic book starter person. Yes. Especially if they were like, Oh yeah, I like, the, I like those games. Those were cool. Oh, they're based on a comic. Well, where, where, where would you start? Cause that's right. always what you get. This is the Darkness Ultimate Collection, which collects these stories that were literally like the basis for the game. Okay. So, and it it, it it's kind of interesting because it's the first arc, which explains all that stuff I was sure. just saying, and then it's like the the story they used mostly for the game, and it's it's issues one through like six, and then issues forty through forty six. Okay. But it actually works really well as one cohesive story where you get your introduction and then a follow through. Uh, so, and I, I like that format because I've got a bunch of other darkness volumes and it's a lot of Jackie fights, mafia guys and murders a lot of them. And like, that's fun and all. Sure, sure. Like I remember reading it even when I was younger and being like, how many like disposable mafia guys are, are there in New York? Like he kills a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) So what other one would you want to recommend to people? Oh God. For a starter comic. I mean, I like to try and, like, customize my recommendations sure. based on the person. Like, I mean, you, if you want to get, like, super general, you can do that. But usually I, I look at what's something that's interesting. I'm like, ah, here's the one for you. But if we're going for, like, uh, mom and dad, you want to get them into comics, I'd go for something like uh, 
I remember I got my mom blankets by. Uh, you did get your mom blankets. I yeah, did by yeah. Craig Thompson, and she really liked that. That's that's like if you've got a friend who's like really into literature, sure, and they're like, "Oh, comics, those are like you know, that's like a lowbrow." It's like, no, 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 this is from top shelf. Yeah, it's, it's all black and it's all blue and white, and it's about a guy being sad. You're gonna love it. <laughs> oh. It's about a guy who's young and falls in love, and it's weird, and then it's sad. And there's also and there's social issues. Wow, I actually really like blankets, but sure. like if you want to impress lit people, that's how you talk to them. So that'd be. I wish I had my copy with me, but blankets is a good one. I, I personally like his follow up work, uh, Habibi, better. Cause Habibi, think, yeah, because yeah, it's so ambitious. That's for your well. That's for your even more friend, but because that's like the Middle Eastern one. Yes. Ooh, it's, and it's super fancy looking. <laughs> it comes like, in a really pretty ba- uh, it's bound a cover. Beautiful book too. So you just get it for your friend. You're like, you don't have to read it. Just put it on your coffee table. You'll look cultured. Yeah. Be like, what is this? It's Habibi. Do you don't know what Habibi is? It's, and then I care about the Middle East. See, it's on my coffee table. Look yeah, at but, me. But I'm what's cultured. what's Habibi about? It's about uh, Habibi. Which just means like dearest. It and means like good Arabic. friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a I were I had a uh, um, Middle Eastern coworker, and when I used to work at the jewelry store, she would always call me Habibi. Hmm. And it was really cute. She'd be like, "Oh, it's okay, Habibi," <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant at first, so I thought she was being like really offensive. And then I asked her, "Like, what does that mean?" She's like, "Oh, it just means it's an determined endearment." I'm like, "Oh." I thought you were just being racist. She's like, no, no, means, I could have called you way other more. It, it means different. in a relationship between two men, you are the woman. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. You're calling me a vagina. Yeah. I appreciate that. No, so um, I would recommend Bloom as well if you want to go with a cultured book. Oh, okay. Like, there oh, you go. Yeah, it's, a, it's a cute book. Yeah, the darkness is like for your 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 guy who likes action stuff, mm-hmm. who likes uh, your video game friend. For your friend who's who's above all that, go with something. Sure. Go with any Craig Thompson book. You're in a good spot. So that's our those are our recommendations. Quick recommendations. So, if you need to get last minute comic gifts for people. Yeah, or get Rumble, which is just a fucking trip of blood and guts and demons and three legged dogs and scarecrows. A lot happens in Rumble. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. Sure it. does, and it's by uh, John Arcudi. Arcudia, who does uh, the PBRC stuff, PDRP, the Hellboy. Oh, BPRD. BPRD. Thank you. Yeah, use your fucking. I'm words. sorry. It's just really fucking hard to remember that title. Don't you know acronyms? Not really. I know the the one from Surviving Edge Weapons. Oh, do you remember it? Sems or whatever. Sems. Smens. Smens. That's what it is. But do you remember what it stands for? No, but I remember Smens. Smens. There you go. All mean right. semen. No, wrong. Multiple sclerosis. It's like, it's like stop. This is the first. Maybe I don't. Know. Anyway, so those are our recommendations. Thank you for joining us. We're out. No, I'm just no, kidding. no, no. So no, all right, quick, 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 quick So let's get into what you really want us to talk about. Our reviews. I do have a Christmas book. And it's one that I've mentioned before, so I decided to do it. And I reread it. All right. Is that what you want to do first? We can if we want. I think I went first last time, so. Did you? Okay. We can definitely do that. Pick the eggnog. Look at this. Show it on the camera real quick. Like, look at this. Here we go. Handmade eggnog. Cheers, buddy. Merry Christmas. If it makes us sick, you know why. Yeah. Sabrina, if this kills us. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that tastes great. That is so smooth. Mm-hmm. I don't even like eggnog, and that's really good. It is good. God damn! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for making it for yeah, us. We appreciate yeah. it. God, it's like a weird sweet 
sweetness to it. Yeah, no, it's eggnog. That's what it tastes is like. Is it? Is it supposed to be sweet? Yeah. I've had eggnog before, and it's always just tastes meh. No, it can be. Well, That's I mean. nice. Definitely taste the whiskey. Not so much the rum, though. Oh, there's whiskey and rum in it? Mm-hmm. I can, can barely taste it. I'm either. not sure what kind of rum, but it's there. No. So do you want to do your Christmas book first? Yeah, let's do the Christmas book first. Let's get Holly and Jolly in this thing. This is Batman Noel by Lee Bermejo. Oh, Bermejo. no, Lee Bermejo. I like him. I can't stand Lee Bermejo's Why? Work. His art's great. Everything he draws looks gross. Aw, I liked his art in this. I thought I, it was really pretty. He can draw very, very well, but he can't draw anything that looks nice. Everything is okay, like... well, it works <laughs> Like, they'll put him on books where he has to draw, like, pretty people, and he can't do it. Like, everything he draws is, like, way high contrast and covered in wrinkles. Uh. Like, he is not a bad artist by any means, but his stuff is, like, it's not pleasant. It's very saturated. Yeah, it is a little creepy looking at times, especially the children. Um, So Batman Noel is, if anybody's not familiar with Lee... He also worked on Brian Azzarello's Joker. Yes. And he did one other comic as well. He's, he's done a ton of stuff. I know he did Daredevil. He's done, I think he worked on, uh, he, he's done some Constantine stuff. He's done uh, Justice League Dark. He did Justice League Dark? He did at least covers. Okay, that makes sense then. Um, so Batman Noel is legitimately A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Oh, is it really? Yes, it is. It is a legitimately shot by shot of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, um, narrated by um, Bob Marley, uh, Bob, Bob Crane? Bob Cratchit. Bob Cratchit, thank you. Uh, it's narrated Don't by Bob Don't you Cratchit. know your Dickensian myth? Sorry, goddamn. It's it's narrated by Bob, and Bob's in it. This is Bob. Okay. And he's being chased down by Scrooge, who is Batman. Okay. And Cratchit is working for the Joker. Uh, to deliver some money to him oh. for whatever reason. It's a very simple plot on that point. Okay. And the Batman is trying to find the Joker. Well, throughout this, Bob is telling this story as if Batman is Scrooge. Okay. So as he's narrating it, Batman is going on and on and on, and he runs into the ghost of Christmas, or the three ghosts. Looks like Batman first the ru- shit out of Bob Cratchit. First, he runs into Jason Todd <laughs> as Jacob Marley and says, if you don't grow up and get stop being such a bastard to everybody... Uh, you're going to die alone and be miserable for your life. You know, regular Jacob Marley stuff and uh-huh, from Charles sure, Dickens' yeah. Christmas Carol. Um, so he goes through this entire conquest of um, trying to hunt down the Joker. So he runs into Commissioner Gordon. He says, hey, Joker's still on the loose. Go find him. He v- is visited by the ghost of Christmas past, which is Catwoman, who is, you know, his love from the past and how it always used to be this cat and mouse game of him being obsessed with Catwoman. Cat and bat. Well, you know what? It doesn't sound as good. Well, then again, Bat is a flying rat. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, cat and bat game of uh, him hunting down Catwoman, but now he's obsessed with the Joker. So she's jealous and telling him that this used to be fun for her, Mm. and you need to remember who you were where this wasn't about over-obsessing about villains. This was about justice and actually catching the bad guy, but not being overly obsessive where it consumes your life. Um, Hence... You know, the ghost of Christmas past. Mm-hmm. Then there's the ghost of Christmas present. And guess who the ghost of Christmas present is? Batman. No, Batman is Scrooge. Calendar Man. It is Calendar Man. Congratulations. Very proud of you. Nailed it. Okay, but now for real, what's your real answer? I don't know, Alfred. Superman. Oh, okay. Superman is your ghost of Christmas present. Okay. And he's showing him his city of saying, hey, remember, 
there's still a bunch of people still trying to live their lives where you're while you're hunting down this one person. So stop worrying about one villain and see the bigger picture. Okay. Because you're about to lose everybody. Hence the Ghost of Christmas Presents. Okay, pretty good. Batman. Uh, and then the third person is guess who the third person is? The Joker. It's very obvious. It's the Joker. Ghost of Christmas Future. Where is Joker in the end will probably end up killing Batman in life if he continues going on down this passive obsessiveness. Sure. Uh, Batman Noel, that is the whole plot of Batman Noel. Point A to point B. It's super simple. Okay. There's no other deeper meaning to it. Oh, okay. However. It is just a Christmas carol told with Batman. To, told characters. with Batman, yes. However, my verdict with this book, I really wish DC did more of these. Okay, really? Yes. Batman Noel is is a lot of fun. Um, Batman Noel is one of those books where it's only one volume, so it's a very yeah. self-contained story. It's easy to pick up and easy to follow. And for anybody who likes a little ghost horrorness in their Christmas, this is a great book to pick up. I like Lee's art. I know you don't like it, but it, in this case, it works. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, no. It, like I said, he he can draw. It's just he can't draw anything pleasant. Everything uh, he draws looks gross. I can. Um, he can't draw a Christmas tree pretty. That's yeah, fair. like he, like, you know, and I mean, he's he's not like he's you know he's not going to be like Thomas Kincaid or something, which is, I don't want that either. Right, right, right. Um, just sometimes I'm like, they've chosen him for projects in the past. Where I'm like, could you got someone who can draw like a pretty lady? Um, like, like who? Like Adam Hughes, Mike Mignola. sure, why not? <laughs> like, but they they'll get him to do like like sexy characters, and they just look like gross. gross and you're like, oh god, <laughs> why'd you choose Libra Mayo? Like Hellblazer, that's a good speed for sure, him. sure, like, that did, kind of thing. Uh, did he do um, uh, Empathy Engine? No, that was Leonardo Manco. Okay. Who, what did he do? Because I think I have one of his books that he did. I know he did one of the – I think he did – I know he did covers for some of the Denise Mina ones, so. He did all right – red right hand? Yeah, he has – he did the cover for it. Oh, least, okay. But, That's a good cover. No, he's he's done he's done a bunch of stuff. He's been around. Mm. I wish he would do more then. If he hasn't – if he, I know – I think his late last work was like in 2007. I thought he was still working. I don't maybe more as covers, but I know his more in- integrated like actual comic stuff. Interiors, in, yeah. yeah interiors well, I mean, he's got a really, really, uh, you know, like detailed style. Sure, so sure. It can't possibly be. And quick he's probably expensive. He probably is. Yeah. No, he's I mean, he's good at what he does. Like I said, he just he just has like a gross way of drawing. <laughs> um, Batman Noel is simple. I mean, there's there's not a lot to say to it except if you want a Christmas book and you want superheroes, this is a great mashup. It's definitely one of the odder things i think dc has tried to do and i wish they would do more of that okay um especially i know they did uh through the looking glass with batman oh did they yeah they did with uh sam keith as the art this is a way they can just like kids who don't want to read classics they can just they can pick up these yeah 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 we remade all all of shakespeare's plays but with fortnite (laughs) (laughs) now the kids are cultured yeah now it's it's all Super condensed, but they understand Shakespeare now. It also makes no sense, yeah, they, but they love it. They, for some reason, think that Romeo and Juliet is a com- comedy, and technically it is if you're going by Shakespearean standards, but still. It was a tragedy. Yeah, but originally a tragedy was a comedy. No, they were tragedies or comedies. But Romeo and Roman- Juliet was a comedy, wasn't it? It's not funny. They... They, they're both incompetent. I mean, how many times did you slap your knee? You're like, that's the. There's funny parts. Just, yeah, I mean, no, I know. <laughs> did I slap my knee when they died? My big ball. That was the laugh. Like people will tell you, like, oh, this part in, in Shakespeare is really fun. You read it, like, what the fuck are they even saying? Like, that's not funny at all. 
Fuck uh, you. Fucking in what midsummer, midsummer's, midsummer night's dream. Thank you. They just kill each other all the time. Was that the one where it was just it's all the fairies? Is that okay? That's the one with the fairies. The fairies and the elves. Anyway, Batman Noel, I do recommend. Only for people who are really into Christmas stuff. As a Batman story, probably not a lot of plot. No, no, not at all. No, it it. it it does simplify the characters a little too much, especially well, it's probably for like Batman a, It's reader. probably a fun lens to view these characters through. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it comes, is fun. Like, listening mm-hmm. to it, it's like, oh, it's a, it's basically a what if. Like, yes. what if Batman was Charles Dickens? Like, <laughs> I don't know if he was Scrooge. Well, I mean, Charles Dickens is the author. Yeah, I, oh, you mean if he wrote, if Charles Dickens wrote Batman. Yeah, like, that'd be, if Batman yeah. was in Charles Dickens stuff? Like, they, you could do, I don't know, you could do Oliver Twist, but Oliver Twist, he's a little orphan boy, you could have him be one of the Robins, I don't know. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I would do that. See? Or, or like, go. uh, Gotham by Gaslight, Jack the Ripper. That was, yeah, see, yeah. They, they do this stuff all the time. Yeah, so, this is a good, it's a, this is a great recommendation. Batman Noel, take a look, I guess. I, I... I guess I wouldn't recommend it to people who are big Batman fans because it is too simple. They might just be like, like "This is just, this is this just is, fluff." Yeah, this is just stupid. I felt like I wasted my time. Well, guess what? You wasted your time. Well, there might be other Batman like... fans who that, that they kind of do just there's just one more Batman. Sure, and I think that's why I like this. Is sometimes I like this fluff stuff. Sure, it can be fun. Yeah, so not the deepest thing, but mm-hmm. so uh, once again, though, so with not being the deepest premise or anything surprised they get they get such like an advanced artist right they yeah yeah someone a little cheaper but you know, no, i mean know. maybe i think he wanted to do this because he wrote it too yeah it's it's so it's, it's just think, credits bermejo i don't yeah. know if he has like a, even a colorist like does he color no this? i think he did the whole thing that's insane he he worked colors by barbara Chardo. dave stewart i mean barbara that. Story and art by Lieber Mayo, though. Letters by Todd Klein, of course. And Batman created by Bob Kane. Thanks. Forward by Jim Lee. Yes. And he just says... With, uh, dedicated to Charles Dickens. Yep. yep, yep. He rededicated Charles Dickens' story to him. No. Because Charles Dickens' story is now public I domain. think it says with respect to Charles Dickens. It's yeah, just funny I know. <laughs> He's like... I'm gonna I'm gonna dedicate this book to Charles Dickens. Didn't he write it? I'm gonna dedicate this book to Charles Dickens. I'm giving back to the community. <laughs> I own the rights now to a Christmas story. Sue me. Um, okay, so that was my review of Batman Noel. It's a Christmas Carol. It's a Christmas Carol. Merry Christmas. There's my com- There's my Christmas Merry recommendation. Merry Christmas, Gothamites. Yep. Put that wherever the wherever Over good books are sold. If you can find it, I think it's out of print. It's not Vertigo. It's DC. It is so DC. They, I don't know. Maybe they re-release it every Christmas. Maybe. I sell some, some Batman oh, I got, books. I got that. I got that a long time ago. So, all right. So, what's your next book? Uh, I'll do this one. I'll do these kind of quick because these are just older books that I've read before that I've always wanted to talk about. And here's a good one that everybody likes that I've gotten to read it. It's Mark Millar and Sean Murphy's Chrononauts. I hadn't talked about Sean Murphy in a while. Curses mm. of the White Knight ended. You haven't. And I was just like, well. <laughs> what else now? Sean's abandoned Twitter. I never hear about him anymore. He's Don't living in Maine with his hot wife. And his, some motorcycles. And all of his cars. And all of his cars. He's a way better successful know. artist than anybody. the man who draws... Anyway, continue. Just anybody. Like, <laughs> uh, he's, so I was just like, oh, Sean, Sean, where you been? But this was – Sean did a big run where he was just doing lots of different one-offs with different authors. Like he did he did with Grant Morrison. He did uh, Joe the Barbarian. Joe the Barbarian, which he is did, a great one. He did this one with Mark Millar. I'm trying to think. He did uh, American Vampire with – who the fuck is that? Who, uh, 
Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. And then yeah. he did The Wake also with Scott, Scott Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. yeah. And he did with Tokyo Ghost with Rick Remender. Like he yep. was kind of like yeah. just doing one offs with every. He was like making friends. Yep. He's making friends, putting good books under his belt, putting good books under other people's belt. I was going to say belt. he did Witches, but I was like, no, that was Bach. No, 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 no. That was uh, Bach? No, the other guy. Jock. Oh, Jock. Okay, Jock. yeah, yeah, Jock. Jock. Uh, they've, they've, done, they've done, like, covers for each other, yeah. so. So, yeah, so this is Chrononauts, and I've actually heard of this, but I've never read it. You never read it? No, You'd I've like never this read book. Chrononauts. This is a fun fucking book. <laughs> I'm going to need a quick refresher on the character names, because, like, they're just, like, Guy A and Guy, guy B. B. Yeah, <laughs> they're not even mentioned like who they are in the back. On the back, um, it's just uh, these goofy dude bros discover it. They're like apparently also scientists, but they're in super good shape and they're beautiful and charming, so they're not realistic at all, which is great. <laughs> and I don't care, but they discover time travel and they immediately start fucking around because, of course, they do. sure. So it's like a Bill and Ted type thing. Yeah, but like more like you push it. Gotta push it up, but jo- like jockier, like Bill and Ted are like they're not quite stoners. Like they never make any, dr- they're, but they're like hippie metalhead sure. guys. These are just like dude bros, <laughs> and they're just like, oh, dude, we discovered time travel. Yo, bro, that's awesome. How did they discover time travel? They work for some big company, and then they go back in time, and they go to the Civil War, and they're like, wow, seeing the Civil War for real is sad. So, two dude bros are they smart? Yes. Oh, okay. Like I said, they're like two perfect men. And they, they go on a big time-trotting adventure uh, where a, a bunch of shit. It's only like five issues long. It's a fairly oh, simple Oh, so it's only one it's, volume. It's this one volume, but it's it, Sean Murphy draws the hell out of it because he they, they travel all over the place. Like, eventually, they, they have a, a falling out of sorts, and they have to chase each other across time in their time cars. <laughs> what? And they keep, like, like, yeah, one of them becomes, like, a general in the ancient world because he uses his time car to bring in warriors from other time periods to the ancient world and he becomes like a king yeah that sounds like something i would do and it's just like he's like yeah here's my kingdom and he's like he's in like sumeria but he's got like samurai but also guys with machine guns and just like <laughs> just crazy shit they you know they i think i even saw it quickly you know they they fight with dinosaurs and romans and do you know what i think i would really like just this everything like this was just sean being like what if i drew everything did this come out at the same time as huck yes really yes no kidding Huck is a really good one too. That's I've only read the first volume, but it is good. Also, only Mark, one volume. Also, Mark Millar. Well, there's supposed to be more. But... Yeah, well, you know, it's Millar. But yeah, they 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 go on a, a cross. It's just these two dude bros going on a cross time heist together, having a good time. And like, there's the there's a side plot where this guy is like trying to solve his issues with his dad that he has because his dad died early. Uh-huh. And, like, it's, it's like, nice, but it stuck out to me. as like, this is all, like, so weird and funny and jocular. And then, like, this just felt like it was put in here because it's like, oh, it's got to have, like, an emotional Emotional resonance. scene, yeah. Sure. And I'm like, it, it worked well enough, but I was just kind of like, eh, I don't mm-hmm. really care. I was kind of here for all the goofy stuff. I was here for the, the samurai driving Corvettes. Like, <laughs> that's a scene. Wait, what? Yeah, like, there's... Gimme. It's just I'm a funny it. book. Like they, And like I said, Sean just draws everything. This seems like a lesser... Like, because Millar always does, like, you know, he did he did Wanted. Yes. He did Wanted. He did, um... What else? Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass and all those. Civil War. This seems like more of a fun, like, him unwinding and just having a good time type book this yeah this was mark millar being like what if i wrote whatever i want and sean's like could i draw whatever i want and they're both and the answer to both was yes yes and how about we do this and they're like 
Yeah. What they're if like, they were just stoned out of their mind while yeah, they were like, doing see, this? Here's a bunch of there's a samurai. But yeah, with machine guns. With machine gun. <laughs> this is kind of like Joe Bar- Joe the Barbarian, where he also got to draw a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah, where you could draw fucking Optimus Prime with Batman. Yeah, they, yeah, they they get chased by a like Tyrannosaurus Rex, as you would in the Roman period. And they're in a, they're in a fucking Trans Am the whole time. <laughs> That's right, because they steal the time machine, but then other people pursue them in they're time all, machines. They one of the guys looks like Marty McFly. Oh yeah, like there's tons like, of references okay. to stuff to 80s stuff. I mean, look at this. Look, show show the show the people this listening. Is like, so it's much. just like this is this is Back to the Future. Like he is he it's, looks dude, like with Marty McFly. It's Back to the Future for dude bros. Like that's Marty McFly. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's Back to the Future for dude bros. And like instead of like a guy hitting on his mom, it's they, they shoot a bunch of things. Does he make out with his mom? I don't think he makes out, or does he? I forget. It's been is a while. this Ready Player One in comic form? No, because no. that's a bunch of references to like actual. Frame. Yeah, like and this I has hated like that movie. There's, this has like some references, but it's mostly like historical yeah. stuff. Did you know Ready Player One just has a sequel called Ready Player Two? Yeah, my father-in-law read it. Oh, is it good? I don't know. I don't oh, know okay. I hated uh, that movie. I liked. I looked up the scene with the Gundam because I just wanted to see. That the was Gundam. a cool scene. Like it was neat to see the RX seventy eight. Like look that good. I was like, damn, that looks great. The, the Iron Giant just beats up a bunch of things. And the Iron awesome. Giant's there. I'm like, wow, that was a movie that really flopped, but <laughs> yeah. was really good. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it was awful. But I mean, that scene, that whole scene was great. That yeah, it was. No, I literally just looked up that scene because I was like, that Gundam looks tight. And then I saw it <laughs> moving and doing stuff. I was like, that looks great. That's all I need. Like, yep. There was like um, other stuff going on. I was like, there was a lady with big eyes and all this other weird shit. I was like, I there was just a that. fucking weird thing. My favorite thing was um, Goro having the alien pop out of his chest. That was one of my favorite scenes. Goro ever. gets chest bursted. Yep, nice. by a xenomorph. And it's my favorite scene ever. Uh, I've seen the, the part with the Akira bike. It shows up real quickly. I'm yep. Like, hey, that's cool. All right. Neat. Then it goes away. And it's never yeah. brought up again. You know, whatever. They paid way too much money for that movie. So, Chrononauts, would you recommend it? High. Hi- it sounds like you would. You really it's really like really it. fun. Yeah. It's not like smart or deep, and even like the, have the character deep. interaction stuff. It's just kind of like, like the stuff where they try and make it like emotional is like whatever. But like all the the characters just like goofing around is always mm-hmm. fun. Like all they do is insult and yell at each other, and oh. like yeah, which I like. I mean, yeah, it's funny. Why wouldn't you? Uh, you know, like you know, I guess there's emotional resonance at the end, but <laughs> I didn't care about any of that. No, no. <laughs> that sounds like something like. Grizzly shark or shirtless bear fighter. Where you can it's a little off. smarter than that. Sure, but something you could just turn off your brain with is what I yeah, mean. Yeah, you like, don't. You're not. You don't, you don't need to engage too yeah, highly. We're here, like. But oh. and then like the the visual eye candy of just Sean Murphy drawing. Well, time I mean, he, ev- drawing everything in history. Like he just draws everything in history in this <laughs> like, book. It's awesome. Is that a football player at one point? Like, oh yeah, they they end up at a football game in <laughs> 1969. There you go. Oh. Uh, they they meet Columbus, whose pants fall off. Yeah, like just they like I said, everything happens. It's just <laughs> it's just draw and write everything. It's great. Oh. Uh, there's the T Rex. Yeah, does that buck teeth? Yeah, it's it, it's a it's a doofy T Rex. Oh, it's doofy. Yeah, poor thing. It's mm. a it's a stupid T Rex. Uh, so yeah, Chrononauts is great. Not not gonna be your most mindful read, but if you if you want a quick that's this is another one that you could just do as like an easy recommendation for. Do you have a friend who thinks comics aren't fun? Oh uh, well, <laughs> here we well, go. <laughs> no, this sounds. I want to read it. You you would like it. Gimme. Even though I have a small stack over there, but gimme. 
You you do have a stack of my you stuff. You also have a stack of I know, you have what, my stuff at yeah, your place. Yeah, but you so. sneak it into my backpack. No, I don't. You I just don't get. Dr- I know I you don't, don't but I hand mm, it to you. I don't think it's real. I, I, I sure do. I sneak it in there. Only once. Twice. Most of the time I hand them to you. I sneak them in in his backpack. Mm. Anyway, so. Kronos is a lot of fun. Any Anybody can read it and enjoy it. Hell yeah. I want to read it. I'm going to read it. You'll love it. You'll love it. You'll finish it in an hour and be like, that was great. So, guys, oh, I want to know, what's everybody drinking right now? Yeah, what are you? Yeah, what are you guys drinking? I want to know. We always love to know, or if you have recommendations. Yeah, please let us know. Oh, somebody said Fat Man, like that Metal Gear Solid 2 boss. Uh, No, not like that (laughs) one. That's a different, that's a good reference, though. Fat Man's a good boss. He's a guy who plants bombs and is on roller skates and is severely overweight. That was a Metal Gear Solid Two boss. Yes, and he has he has a he has like a glass of wine with a straw in it that he drinks out of. He's the goofiest thing. Kojima, what the fuck? And then when you when he when you beat him, there's a bomb that's in him in his fat. Speaking speaking of, remember when you said that Junji Ito, a guy like Junji Ito, showed up in Death Stranding? Yeah, he's in there. That was Junji Ito. Yeah, no, I said it was. And Conan O'Brien. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Oh, okay. So. No, yeah, no, I said it is. What it is is they've motion captured Junji Ito, but they had someone else do the voice. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, same Conan O'Brien loves Same with Guillermo del Toro. Cause yeah. They, they mo they capped Guillermo, but someone else did his voice because he has a pretty heavy accent. So Angry Orchard and Whiskey Cookies. Oh, yeah, you sold, you sold her. You I'm sold waiting her. on my order of Whiskey <laughs> Cookies. Oh, nice. <laughs> Tell me what you think of those. those that shit's yeah. good. Um. But uh, Sabrina and I are actually working on a couple of things uh, for next year. We're going to hit hard next year because of this goddamn coronavirus shit. No kidding. Like, we, 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 it screwed up a lot of our plans. It screwed up everybody's plans. It screwed up our, my goddamn Star Wars year. I was so mad. Star Wars year? Because we were going to do May the 4th. You know, we we're going to do Star Wars month. Oh, were we? Yeah, in May. Oh. But because of Corona, all the comic book shops were closed, so I could buy a bunch yeah. of Star Wars they stuff for you. I had like oh. two old Dark Horse Star Wars comic books. We it didn't had. matter. It was just all Star Wars books, and fuck it. But that screwed everything up. Anyway, guys, so our next one is going to be a review request, and Kit didn't read them. So it's just I wasn't me. sure if I was supposed to read them for this week, so... That's okay. Sometimes you tell me, like, oh, we need these ones for this week, and I'm going, oh, okay. Hey, that's fair. You were also sick, and you're catching up on a bunch yeah, of stuff. I get it, so... Thank you, thank you. Yeah, but this book here is by Sleep Stories by Michael Walsh, and why he sent this to us in December... Oh, because the Kickstarter's going on right now. I should have had prepared the link for that, but it is here. Sleep Stories is by Michael Walsh. He drew this and wrote it. It is an anthology series. That looks nice. And as we've said before, no anthologies, but we got one. But they they never stopped showing up. However. Do you want to do your shot? Yes. We'll have to pour more. We sure will, but I'm not going to argue about pouring more. Um, God, that stuff's so good. Mm -hmm. Please make that for me. You're going to make a guy very, very happy one day. Anyway, so Sleep Stories is probably the strangest anthology series I have ever read. Okay. This story, this series is Michael Walsh's, Michael Walsh nightmares, literally. Okay. He wakes up. As far as I understand, because I, I did a little bit of research on him, and I went to his website. So this is like his over. illustrated nightmare diary yes. journal? Yes. Oh, thank you, Sabrina. I appreciate that. 
It's in the comments below. Oh, cool. So thank you. Um, it's his nightmares, and he writes them down and then turns them into, well, this. Okay. <laughs> like, really terrifying, creepy, uh, like just uh, visions or uh, or just representations of what he saw. Okay. Um, it's, this first one here is just uh, like a sleep paralysis type thing. Where he wakes up and have you ever had sleep paralysis? Oh, I used to have it really bad. Did you? Okay, I, dude, it feels like you're. It feels like you're having a stroke. Oh yeah, I've had it before. I yeah, had, so I used to get it like constantly after I graduated college for like four years. I had it all the time. It was terrifying. Oh, damn. Uh, no, it, it was. This before or after Lyme disease. Before, oh, and then gosh. during. Oh yeah, so, you know. so none of that's good. I haven't had it in a while. I don't know what made it go away, but and now you just have everything. Yeah, I just have other shit. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe I just have it and I don't even notice. Um, yeah, so this one I think is about sleep paralysis because it's like cool cracked leather. It's touching my skin. It's him not being able to move, and then he encounters <laughs> this fucking thing. Someone who needs to shave their pits, dude. Jesus. Well, yeah, or maybe that's the hair. That is stinky. But is it a good lay? Oh, it has oh, tits. I oh mean, my look God. at that. Can we man. show that? I mean, well, it's darkened. It's darkened enough. I think it's okay. I, know, I, kinda I don't know. That. They got angry about you, Larry look, boy. Look at all that vagina, um, vagina hair down and that, there. And this is what's interesting because right after this, it flows into the next one. Like it's because that that one was one story. This is the next one. And I didn't realize okay, so that. Okay, so there's no real break. Right. Like there's this no. This looks like he's waking up from that bad dream. Yes. And then it's like, you are making some really strange noises. I open my eyes to see the slime of spider in Greece. And then he looks down, and there's, like, spiders crawling out of the eggs when his wife's cooking breakfast. Ooh. So every single story flows together. Then after that, it's, I found and a strange lump. this is the lump. next one. Yeah, like, he's, now he's in the bathroom looking at a strange lump Popping he found. a nipple on his... And right after that, it's that same spider thing uh, oh so it's each story kind of flows with each other and i've never seen it and then he turns into the fly okay spoiler alert he turns into the fly oh. this anthology series is really cool because you can never tell that it's an anthology All the stories kind of meld together yeah everything melds together really well this is probably one of one of the greatest anthologies i've ever read really yeah okay. I, hands down Every story comes together as an individual story. I know that... A very, very short story. Yes. And it's really cool. Every story is unique. It's different, but they all flow together. And then it jumps to, I was dying. And it's just him just... You know, they started as pimples. And you wouldn't notice that, yeah... This they year, all, they, yeah, it all does kind of They tie all together, flow yeah. together, and I'm like, oh shit, wait a minute, is that the same thing? Michael Walsh, I think, is insane. Okay, I think he is. I think he needs help, and please seek seek help. Um, please seek help for all the pimples you're getting. Yeah, no kidding. Spiders. It's terrifying. It's uncomfortable. It's creepy, and I love every minute of okay. sleep stories. Well, it looks well drawn. You know, it's, it's very well it's, drawn. It's, it's it's fairly simple in a lot of pages, but it, it all works. So. Yeah, there's I mean, even the negative space that's around it really tightens it together, mm -hmm. and it plays with itself very well. There was never a time yeah. where I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, it's very clear. No, yeah. I'm following it, just watching here. And then watch. Then the transition to the bubble. I saw distorted faces of the people I loved. 
that same bubble from the previous story. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of a Stephen King's anthology, like Cat's Eye. Okay. I think he did Cat's Eye, or like Kingdom Hospital, where it like all melds together into one story. Have you ever watched an anthology horror series? Or Trick or Treat? Trick or Treat, yeah. Yeah, okay, go. there you go. Trick or Treat's no, a better no, one. No, I was trying to remember it uh, because I read one Stephen King anthology book, but they were all, like, they were pretty separate. They're so. Okay, gotcha. So this is definitely... Nightmares and Dreamscapes, that's the one I've read. Was that all different? They were all different, yeah. I thought the I think the movie though I was was one movie. There is a movie based off of one of the short stories in that Dolan's Cadillac. Oh, but, that's uh, it's called that's... Nightmares and Dreamscape though, isn't it? No, Dolan's Cadillac is just Dolan's Cadillac. Oh, okay. Well, Nightmares and right. Dreamscapes is just it's a bunch of different stuff. Kingdom Hospital was amazing. Um and then it's like I can't wake up. Yeah, this some of these I actually had to stop reading for a moment. <laughs> it's like, "Ooh, that's uncomfortable to look at." Like, look at this. If you woke up and seeing three heads here, I would ask for a BJ, but still. You know? Triple like, BJ. They're like, whoo, guys, look, if you're here But if for... they swallow, it's still a mess. Oh, fuck. See? Yeah, never mind. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think... You just gotta blow the load in their hair. Th- this one's pretty cool. This is probably my favorite one of all of them. The big bad wolf is coming to town, mm-hmm. and it's just this little kid hiding under his bed, and then, bam, after the... Once he hides under his bed, fucking incredible big bad wolf. Oh my god, like, he gets attacked by a furry in a top hat. Yeah, yeah, but look how cool the art is. Like, it looks great. It's no, really, really great. This is very game. good. Um, I think Mike Walsh, I think he needs to continue going. Like we said, comments, if you want to support the Kickstarter, it's in the comments. Uh, just Michael Walsh has something. I think he is... I think he could be the Stephen King of anthologies. He's on to something. I think he could. I I really think he could. Is he doing enough cocaine to be Stephen King? God, I hope so. I I hope he's also interested in little girls. Anyway, I digress. Um, Oh, my God. Yeah, I hope he's a pedophile. I mean, no, Stephen King is questionably a pedophile. Wait, really? What? Dude, he he writes about 15... Did you read Dr. Sleep? You mean It? No, Dr. Sleep and It. Both. So that's got the really funny gangbangs. Yes, it does. It... (laughs) Uh, the other one too. If you like this, I also recommend horror manga anthology, Fuan No Tain, Seeds of Anxiety. Oh, don't know either of those. I don't know that one either, but I will. I'll look into it. Find those at the store. Yeah. Um, Nightmares or uh, Doctor Sleep. He's attracted to this thirteen-year-old girl. Ewan McGregor's character, Danny. Hey, look what I have to review. All right, like <laughs> that's right. What do you have to review, Kit? <laughs> are you done with? Are you done with yours? I am. I think if if you want to pull a quote, Mike, and you're listening to this, you are you are the Stephen King in, of anthologies. I love the idea of him writing stories based on his dreams. Well, the other thing is he's telling very quick stories in one page. Yes, which is very difficult to do. Try if you're into comics, uh, try and tell. A complete story that evokes something in a page. It's, yeah. a, it's a common exercise, and it's not easy. No. Um, Everybody wants to do their people, big epic, but then how can you do a big epic if you can't even do one page? Well, it's also difficult, too, is like those 20... What is those? Those 24-hour... Um, comic book day. Comic yep. book day, where you have to do 22 pages. 24 pages. Twenty. Well, is it 24 or is it 22? It's 24. Okay, well, 24 pages and 24, uh, hours. And 24 hours, and it is really difficult. That's where I found Drama Llama. The Vampire Llama. We dude, we had a we made an event of it every year at uh, SCAD. I think we should do that. You and I should team up and do a twenty-four page. That'd be fun. Comic, even if it's not like your best art, I think it'd be really funny. Yeah, sure. 
Like we we should do it, and you guys could watch us. Maybe we'll do a twenty four hour stream. Oh my god! No, that would be awful. Let's not do that. I am gonna. We'd try... have to take like shifts. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chad, okay. you're up. I'm I'm hitting the couch. You, wait, you want me to draw? It? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Here, I did the layouts. You just painted or whatever. Oh, I don't fuck. care. Fuck. You want me to do the inks and paint? No. What we do is we trade off panels. Like, all right, I drew it to this point. Now you take over, <laughs> and now you draw the next half. You want me to draw my creepy stuff? <laughs> yeah. No. It's just like without warning. It's like mid page. It's just suddenly drawn completely <laughs> differently. You're like, wait, what? The? It's like One Punch Man. <laughs> I also don't tell you what the story is of what I've been writing, so you just have to read what I have and be like, all right. Where do I think Kit was going to go Because <laughs> he's asleep. Uh, Ooh, this oatmeal Kit, I don't super. know what to do. Can you wake up? <laughs> Damn it. Um, but anyway, yes, Mike, Mike Walsh, you're onto something. I absolutely adore this series. One of my favorite anthologies to date, Sleep Stories, is incredible. Um, so anyway, yeah, that was Sleep Stories. All right, I'll introduce... I want to say Overfiend for last because it's the best thing ever. Please. Ever, and you're going to let me borrow it, right? Of course. Oh, yay. Because don't worry. <laughs> it's still funny. I'll, oh. um, <laughs> I was just reading excerpts of it to my husband, and like he did, he just stopped reacting. He was just like, what is this? Why are you doing this? And But then he was like, is it still funny, though? I'm like, are you listening to what I'm saying? <laughs> like, None of this sounds funny. <laughs> It's so crass. Uh, if you want to pour shots, yes. I'll, I'll I'll quickly talk about the darkness. Just well, I, I kind of already, so we, we'll just do a little, little bit more on the darkness. Now, have you ever read any of the the dankness? I've played both games, but I I only ever played the first one, which is this is that that it yeah. is like that story. Here it is. This okay. that's what then, they yeah. based it on, and so about him fi- saving his girlfriend from hell or whatever. No, that's the second one because the first one is it's his girlfriend gets killed. Yeah, and then it's okay. Yeah, and like she's just she's just dead. Like that's yep. like the opening of the game. So yep. I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, that's not how this opens. It opens more typically '90s stuff with it's like, hey, I'm Jackie Estacado. I'm super buff and really badass, and I like <laughs> to bang chicks and all this other cool shit. Um, except I think when he goes to the bar, he like drinks milk or something because whatever. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he does, oh, man, well, I drink milk. It's like you drink a beer, you fucking weirdo. I think <laughs> like, he's well. Isn't Jamie like he doesn't drink? Jackie, Jackie, um, Jackie Estacado. Yes, uh, maybe he doesn't. But yeah, like he like these little tentacles, like those are from the game. He does not ever have demons like. That. Oh, he doesn't. No, they usually look oh. like these little goblin things. Okay. And we'll go through the art because it's it starts out being by Mark Silvestri, who's like your very very typical, like he he defined the house style for Top Cow, where it's like okay, lots of scratchy stuff. Fucking Hawkins is really difficult to pin down for an interview. Who? Matt Hawkins. Who's Matt Hawkins? Hawkins. He did. He was also part of Top Cow. Oh, what did he do for them? He was literally the other co-founder. Oh, I just know Sylvester. Oh, okay. So. But yeah, he like you know fights like big booby angels made of lava. <laughs> they do have big boobs. Somebody like, said I look cold tonight. I'm not cold. I'm wearing my Christmas sweater. Are you shivering? But then Jackie <laughs> gets his power and gets his super awesome super. Like this was in like superhero suits. Yeah. Like, I had a look, but then like the darkness like legitimately looks awesome. Like he looks kind of like the the creature from the Disturbed album. He looks. He does. <laughs> oh my god. He, he really does. Which, interesting fact is by uh, uh Todd McFarlane. So same same. Yeah, he does. Era. He actually does the Disturbed album covers. Did you know that? Uh, I did not. Yep. That makes sense though. Yep. But Jackie, he gets his cool suit, which the suit doesn't really seem to have any powers. Fun fact, the game The Darkness is voiced by... In the game The Darkness is voiced by Mike Patton. Who's Mike Patton? I don't know Mike Patton. Oh, man, but... 
Sorry, we don't. Like that. It's okay. I'm sure I'll I'm sure you'll list voices and be like, "Oh, I've yeah. heard him a thousand times." Yeah. Oh, he was in. But uh, that's what happens is uh, the guy who was the dark because the big thing with the darkness is is if someone if you have sex and conceive a child, you lose you die and the next person and that child gets the power. So that's what oh. Jackie was, was on his 21st birthday. He's like, "Oh, my dad had me." But he's dead because he was the darkness. Now I am. I'm the darkness. And now does he call himself the darkness? No. Oh. That's just that's just what. It's not even like his title, Mister like, Bungie. That's just his bungle, Mister Bungle. But like that's not his title. That's like that's what his power is called. Is the he, darkness? His, the power of the darkness, and this all takes place in the same universe as the Witchblade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I remember and you the were Magdalena about that. and like yeah. um, like the Trinity Wars and stuff like that. All happens in the same universe. Uh, Jackie and Sarah Pizzini fight all the time because they uh, they're both good guys, but they use opposite powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sarah Pizzini's a cop. Jackie is a hitman for the mafia. None of that crossover stuff happens here. Like you see a bit with the Angelus. That's what those booby angels were at the beginning. There's Boobies. A of, I mean, they're like yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was '90s comics. Yeah. Like you know, oh, that yeah. was the best time where you could draw stuff like that and people wouldn't get upset. And it was awesome. Yeah, you just drew the dumbest shit you could think of, and it was great all the time. Um, but he can summon stuff out of shadows, and like he can summon demons that just will like fuck people up. But he can also like conjure like illusions, and even mm-hmm. like because he's he's there's an early part where he's really worried he can't have sex and it's like dude you can just like conjure girlfriends and he's like oh hell yeah so wait so he doesn't have the sassy tentacles he well he, no they're 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 sassy the little goblin things are oh okay like yeah they're they're characters under their own like there's a bunch of them the darkness was a ps3 game by the way that yes. they have never remastered and they i'm surprised to. they have yeah that I was would, a cool game yeah i would definitely buy both of those remastered but basically as long as there's shadows in the area he can summon like infinity demons <laughs> <laughs> uh it's it's a pretty good power all things said but this first volume covers his origin, him fighting the Angelus, figuring out he can't have sex, but he can fuck his own demon sex toys. And then I mean, the second half is the part where he fights with his cousin, Polly. Wait, real quick. When he has sex with his demon sex toys, are they, like, pleasured to it or no? They're, They're just, just, like, things he conjures. Oh. He so can't they... have sex with real women. And, like, there's a really, really funny scene where he's like, what, I'll just wear condoms and then... This, like, angel is like, do you really know of any form of birth control that works 100%? And Jackie, the next panelist, I'm just going, no! <laughs> <laughs> I have to have sex with demons! Oh, no! Well, I mean, they're hot, so, I mean, so, you know, whatever. Like, he's got a girlfriend, too, and it's like, what do I do? I mean, if, Hel- if John Constantine can have sex with demons, he can, So does too. Jackie. But, um... So that's so, the, but then the second half is him. It's it's like the the the, the dawn the dawn of the mob dies, mm-hmm. and it's like who's going to take over? And they assume it's going to be Jackie, but instead it's it's cousin Pauly, who's just like the worst guy ever. Aww. And it's he goes after Jackie because he's like, oh, Jackie's supposed to be in line, but I want to be the boss. But he doesn't really understand that Jackie's not normal. <laughs> I mean, and they have this choice though, and they have this really good protracted fight across like six issues of this mob boss versus this hitman with powers, and like you, honest to god, think Jackie is in trouble all the time. Despite he's not facing anybody else with superpowers, but he is constantly being fucked with on every level. But it's really, really good. But he has superpowers. He does. But Can't just kill everybody. Not really. It, oh. I mean, you think, but it's. He's, so there's there's rules. There's rule. Well, there's rules, and then it's also just like he's he's up against a lot of firepower as well. 
Um, yeah, Pauly what, sounds really threatening. Like, yeah, it sounds, oh, Cousin Pauly, but he, he is. Now, the weird thing about these issues is whoever was drawing these the second half uh, couldn't meet deadlines because the art constantly switches back and forth between, I'll show you, like kind of more regular Top Cow style and then this like painted stuff. Oh, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Look, it's like page, these pages, and then, okay, normal, painted, back to the Top Cow thing. That's so weird. Then, it's like an airbrush. And then back to the paint, Top Cow, Top Cow, painted. It's like they couldn't, the guy couldn't meet his deadlines. So, oh, there so he it just is. didn't even worry about See, look, backgrounds. You'll have, it, you'll have painted and then Top Cow. So it's like two completely different artists. That's weird. Are drawing the same issue. It manages. You the, should the, show them that. Uh, it's it's a little hard to see on camera, but I just wanted to show you so you sure, know sure, I was yeah, a crazy I, person. I get what you. I I totally understand what you're I've been, saying. I've been flipping through it, so it changes constantly, and it's not like oh, it's scenes with these characters do this. It's no, it's it's like utterly random. Yeah. So that makes me think someone couldn't hit their deadlines, and they had a fill-in artist. Uh, what's nice is the writing strong enough that I didn't care that like sure. it's noticeable, but I I wanted to know what happened between Jackie and Polly so bad that I was like I don't care, just keep going, yeah, keep yeah, showing yeah. me more. Well, of sometimes this, sometimes the the story does do that. This cool, like, very very violent mafia. Like it's not really a superhero story. Like he's got powers, but he's, sure. Like that's the darkness tagline. Is it's like, and he's supposed to be the good guy. Like <laughs> that's a terrible tagline. It, they do. They put it on the back of like every volume. That's like you did this, fat man. You pay for this, fat man. <laughs> you gotta pay for this, fat, fat man. <laughs> like, but yeah. Like... Uh, if if you liked those games and you're wondering where to start, because that's what I always get asked. Look for the Darkness Ultimate Collection. Like just... kind of a generic name, but that's the one because it collects these two arcs that are very far apart from each other but work really well sure. together is just one singular volume i've read this a couple times because it's just really fun it's you know it's created by and Garth you only Dennis, need to so get this one volume right i mean for this story yes like it is a concise beginning middle end like okay. it's like okay this is just a good story there's a lot more issues of the darkness if you want if you want to watch him fight and team up with sarah pizzini you want to watch him go toe-to-toe with the magdalena like, yeah, yeah, that stuff's cool. Uh, and so there's plenty more to read. But is this it, still in print? Uh, Top Cow. If they, I mean, if, Top Cow isn't. Top I Cow's think. gone, but yeah. uh, Image might have re-put it out just because the game was popular. This is an older volume, but yeah, no kidding. I bought it in college. Nick you can tell. School. No, I bought it in high school because that's when the Darkness game came. Out. I was in high school. Wait, no, I would have been in college. No, I was about to say because I was because yeah, the PS3 came out my last year of, of high school. Yeah, the Darkness came out. It was an earlier title. It was like the second year of the PS3. Yeah, because I bought, I just got my first apartment. It was yeah, it was my yeah, first that was year when it came out. Yeah, it was about, and it was I was about like, oh, too. I I I got to play it a little. I was like, well, that looks cool. I like these. I like this. I like. I was really into Stepan Sedgwick's artwork at the time, and he he uh, did the coloring for this cover. Silvestri drew it, and then Sedgwick colored it. She likes those cookies, by the way. Are they fucking good or what? <laughs> They're crazy, right? <laughs> Like, that shouldn't be legal. Also, Faith No More is apparently uh, Mike Patton is famous for. Not really. The band? The, yeah, but say the, huh. the band Faith No More? Huh. Oh, well, I didn't know he was a voice actor. No, no, I had no idea. Uh, but yeah, Darkness, if you want a badass comic and you like stuff like Spawn, shit like that. The Just Haunt. <laughs> haunt, yeah, Haunt. If you I like Haunt, this is this is better than both of those, though, I think. Well, I like this more than Spawn. I like this more than Haunt. I liked Haunt, but... Well, Haunt... A haunt. <laughs> haunt is about a jizz monster. It's about a jizz monster. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! There's all this angular jizz everywhere. Yeah. Like, 
the hell's wrong with you? Haunt, You're disgusting. Haunt, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hunt down all the volumes of Haunt. I'd like it's to really know. Hard. I'd like to know how it ends. It's so. it's always out of print. Aww. Like every time I go to the store, they they always have like the fifth and sixth volume or whatever. They never have the second or third volume, and I'm like, I want to read more Haunt. Just but nobody wants to read more Spawn. Not even Ty McFarlane wants to read so, more Spawn. Darkness definitely something to recommend. Yeah, like. like you know, if you want, once again, if you want, uh, like Chrononauts, this isn't particularly deep. Sure, uh, I think it's a little more emotionally resonant ultimately because I think it's just has more time with the characters and stuff. But it's more just, and it's less fun and funny and goofy than Chrononauts. This is like your hard edged, like cool guy shit. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're wanting that, Darkness is. Right there. Uh, uh, this is this is for all you edge lords out there. <laughs> oh no! Make sure you shower, all you edge lords. Edge- yeah, you face. can be edge- edgy as you want, but your your stink is still there. Yeah, bo. Jackie Estacado says, "Don't be a stinker, or I'll murder you with demons." <laughs> That's a good tagline. That's a better tagline. Um, God, I gotta do this next review, and I don't know how to do it. Well, you have to. All right, so. I gotta do it. So this was another review request by a person now you have to do a shot Oop. there we go and i gotta do a shot sorry we were quiet for a second um so this is another review request that was sent to us by uh Colin Bird. It is called The Crimson Fly. It is Wait. a webtoon. No, it's and the art is by Skipper Wing? No, I don't remember who the artist is. It doesn't say. I that's why one of these webtoons are just very <laughs> weird to review because they never some of them do the art, some of them don't. Mm. So give me one moment because these are all discombobulated and I had one moment. There we go. Okay. So, this is The Crimson Fly by Colin Bird. The artist is by... I'm not really sure exactly. It doesn't seem to list it. Well, all we saw was Skipper... Oh, hold on. Is that... It's just you want more Crimson Fly. Someone named Skipper Wing. Skipper Wing is Colin Bird's, like, pen name. Okay. Um, And he sent this to us to take a look at because he heard that we reviewed comics. And this is... He said that this is a webtoon... It's also on crimsonfly.com as a interactive comic, and I'll also show you that oh, in a moment. Like, like a, uh, what was that, that one that everybody was reading with the trolls? Homestuck. Homestuck. Yeah, yeah. sort of, yeah. Um, and then it's also on YouTube as well. He sent me a link, and he it, it didn't work, and that was fine. Um, I just went to the website and looked up the interactive comics, and that was great. Also, real quick, Colin, when you send me a drop link file, or a, a, a drop uh, when you send me a Dropbox link, make sure you tell me if I have to download a bunch of stuff in order to read it. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just going to go to Webtoons and read it that way. If uh, you send us, like, weird file types or, like, oh, you need this yeah. kind of browser extension, it's like, just send a PSD. Yeah, he was like, this is the this is the link, and you got to download the app, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Are you, are you sending me a virus? What is yeah, this? Yeah, like, don't... Yeah, if you give me a bad review, that. I'm going to melt your computer. Right, like, oh, don't... Please don't do that. Um, yeah, a request from the creator. We always get review requests from creators. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. 
Um, so this is the Crimson Fly, and I don't know what this is about. Did you read it? I did. Okay. I read all twenty issues. Wow. Or twenty pages or twenty chapters. Oh, okay. Webtoons are very short. That's true because they they're the, the yeah they're the long yeah. formatted. Not a lot of space or background or I mean this well, one like definitely it's for... like you scroll down through singular panels. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of them are great. Lore Olympus I've talked about. Age yes. Matters I've talked about. Let's Play I've talked about. That's one of my favorites. Lore Olympus is great. Crimson Fly is very confusing, and I have no idea what you're trying to do. Okay, so try try to sum it up. Try sure. Crimson Fly is. I'm going to try and read like... both of these and then give my take. I just did not have time yeah, this week. That's so. okay. Um, the Crimson Fly, the yeah, the Crimson Fly is like Kickass. Oh, okay. Except if Kickass was in our time, the Kickass was like no, no, I mean like now, like Black oh, Lives Matters, Coronavirus, oh. all that type of stuff. And it's this guy, this person. I think they're gender neutral. I'm not sure if they're a guy or a girl. They have fly powers and they fight crime so they like can eat poop and stuff yes no they can stick to walls um and they can fly okay and that's it that sucks there there's no plot to this comic okay well it's apparently it's a polit it's supposed to be a political style comic book oh now i have to read it yeah but i'm not really sure what it's trying to do sergeant frog a little bit yeah that's a good that's a good way to talk that's a good way to say um I'm going to try my best. Throwing, throwing that out there for people who are like, what the fuck is Sergeant Frog? Very old Shonen it's a, Jump it's, title. It's an anime cool. that nobody watched. There's a manga, too. One I, of my I knew it because of the I knew it because of the anime. It was one like, of my exes was very obsessed with it. Well, they were tr- they were really trying to make that a thing. They wanted to sell those those frog. Pl- sure Wait, can... is that just the first chapter? Yep. It's okay, only hold on. Like... It's it's hold on. Okay, so it's robber chasing a lady who looks really happy. Yeah, movie. I'm not sure if she's Maybe. in danger or or she's happy. In, sure, she's coming. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> All right, and then Sergeant Frog shows up. Shows and, up. Yep, and kicks the robber. Which the, the art's cute. I like it. Art's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah the art's it's great. Not, so keep your amazing, artist. But it's fine. And then a cop shows a cop up. Shows up. With the boys in blue. Yeah, but he's it, got a gun that's an L. Yep, and she's he. And he she's beating up. Sergeant Frog's beating up the guy, the guy, and he's like, whoa, I got nothing to do with this. And then he's after like, that, oh, no. oh, he gets so, mad at her. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so the, Crimson Fly, Fly gets arrested for police brutality. Yeah, and then after okay. that, it just ends. All right, not a great start. Yeah, and that's why I was like, more, wait. need a little more here. What are we doing? The second issue... Maybe if it kept going, but that's Maybe, yeah. But as your whole first chapter, that's not much. And after that, it's the Crimson Fly is jumping off of a building. Okay. And then the cop's beating up a person a in handcuffs. different cop. It's a skinny cop. Yeah. And he's beating up a person in handcuffs. And the Crimson Fly starts to beat up the cop. Okay. And she gets really confused as to why... It's bad, or well, no, she's, she's thinking, thinking about it. it. Oh, she's I... thinking about beating up the cop, but and is that right or wrong? Do I do that, or is that too scary? Yeah. Or... So I think what the Crimson Fly is trying to be is it's... Is it a comic about police hypocrisy? I'm not... I mean, I'm I, not I'd have sh- to read more. No, I've seen these first it's, two. From what he describes it, it's it's, it's the real life of a superhero. So it's, it's like the... When you, see some, when you see a cop beating up the bad guy, 
is that right or wrong? Well, the cop's supposed well, to be in justice. The previous one, he was just doing that. And, yeah. oh, but this guy's already in handcuffs. Yeah, so it's like it's trying to probably play with your mind it's of questioning with the justice. Commentary. The I'm problem is sure. if there was text, I think I would be more engaged with this book, or at least with this webtoon, if they were explaining it to me. Because me having to go back and forth to try to determine what's going on is really confusing and kind of boring. Well, the, the visual storytelling so. is pretty clear. Um, hold on, go back. I'll Maybe just, I'm just stupid. Just looks, have you ever seen the movie Catch Me If You Can? Yeah, with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, it looks yeah. like the opening, the cop does. Oh, yeah, It looks yeah, like yeah. one of those little guys. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to stop on that. I'm like, oh, it looks like the little Catch Me If You Can animation. Great little opening. But. Yeah, so... Okay, so it's a very, very simple, no words, comment like commentary about, about a, a, a superhero trying to figure out what... Well, it's just from these... Because this is less like two chapters and more like two strips. True strips, yeah. This is actually shorter than your usual. Because you said twenty page, you said twenty chapters. Like, wow, you read a lot. And I'm like, oh, this didn't take a long yeah, at all. No, it didn't. Um, okay, okay. Oh, the arc gets a little more. Yeah. So this Someone, is someone's getting kicked in the face, getting curb stomped, like in American History X. And then she ends up attacking the cop. Oh, that's that cop. Okay. Yeah. And so she saves George Floyd. <laughs> I mean, it kind of looks like a black guy. Sure. So. Um, and then she's feeling him up well she's, yeah, she's, she's got like she's bedroom eyes yeah. she's like oh copping a hey, feel baby, on, what up? copping a feel mm. on the floydster um and then <laughs> take that comment oh my god and, and then, then more cops show up and to, then the police are angry at that her or it the crimson fly for attacking her okay friend, the, so the I, cop i think i get what this is trying to do it actually seems like it could be pretty cool uh-huh. these these quote-unquote chapters are way too short okay I would just compile all this into a much longer single strip because breaking it up this often doesn't work. Just one is navigation. Two, like breaking it up this often with a want more crimson fly and a bunch of essentially ads. Like it's really fucking with the pace. Sure, this needs to be like you need to be like okay, here's a here's an arc. Yeah, yeah. Not just like here's a strip. I think he wanted to do this, and I think Colin Bird. I think you're right. He is onto something. I like the art style. This would definitely catch me. Mm-hmm. I don't think this comic is for me okay. when it comes to, like, political or, like, you know, this kind of stuff. Because now you have the, the, the cop. from the first. Movie. Yeah, like, defending her, and then the they're Floysters. like, thank you for helping me, and then they both end up in jail. Okay, so uh, I'll give this a look yeah. and see what I think for next. Well, no, next week's gut rot. So I don't. This isn't. I don't think the Crimson Fly is bad. Okay, I think this is a webtoons thing where people post like three, four panels per qu- update, depending on the webtoon. I've talked about webtoons before as well. Um, they can they can span for very short reads or a little bit longer formatted reads. Um, check out Laura Olympus if you really want a very long read format. Anyway, I don't think the Crimson Fly is bad at all. I like the art style. I like the messages trying to send. I like the idea of, well, what if you are... Are they fighting the, hey, the coronavirus? That's the coronavirus, oh, yeah. Okay. It's what if you are this superhero living in the real world? What do you do? With Kick-Ass, it was you had your villain. Mm-hmm. You know, you had what you wanted to do. It was very point A to point B scenario. This is, well, what is considered justice? Is it the cop beating up the criminal or the criminal beating up the cop? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, well, who do you who do you attack? There's one that I really liked where it was the, um, 
a Black Lives protester. Obviously, that was it was, and it was also yeah. the uh, like a Trump or was like a um was there a Trump like person? the anti person. This is in a later chapter, oh. and it's she's like, which person do I do I protect? Which do like I kill? which oh, which yeah. do I beat up? Like, do I beat up the guy attacking him, or do I beat up the guy on the ground? It's like, well, they're they're both right or wrong. It just it gets very interesting and in depth, but I just I don't not in depth, but just oversimplified. Maybe mm. I don't know, Kit. I think this is. This one sounds for like you. it really. Like, this is really messed with you. Yeah, this this messed with me. This. Like I like the art style. I would definitely be yeah, cool. the it's one to that, pick like, up Nate this. Silver, not Nate Silver. Uh, God, uh, not something else. Steven Silver, the guy who did the Kim Possible designs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of his stuff. I think he, Nate Colin... Silver is the guy who predicts elections. Well, <laughs> I very think, different thing. I think he's onto something. I think Colin Bird definitely has an idea i think it works for other people but not so much for me where it's just uh what am i reading and then i have to go back and read it multiple times to understand it and i don't think that's fun (laughs) at all so i'm not giving it a bad review i'm just giving it a very this is not for me kid please help (laughs) Uh, all right yeah i'm sorry i didn't i didn't see it that's fine uh, with how short it was, I, I actually probably could have done it. I just was like, oh, I don't have time. Oh, no. Huh. I was really excited to, to for you to read your first webtoon, and I'm sorry it's the Crimson Fly. Because <laughs> I support the uh, webtoons community oh, like very fine. very highly. I'm I'm very supportive of them. This is like gone, but for the Black Lives Matter yeah. crowd. And then he does like this oh, weird thing. Oh, no, and then they fight thing. Colonel Mustard? Yeah, like he t- she touches him, and that's weird. But it's um, also like, man, this looks so bizarre. And then the coronavirus. This seems like something I need to read when I'm high. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, this is not, but this is not like the weird bizarreness of um, Cancor or anything. Cancor is still like, is like the most abstract. Because yeah. this I can follow, though. Cancor is crazy. Like, sure. That's just a crazy, that's like a Stanley Kubrick book yeah. or something. But the Crimson Fly, oh, and then she ends up with, like, the coronavirus, the coronavirus. and everything. Oh, no. And that's really sad. I'm like, oh, poor thing. Um, it's not so bad. The Crimson Fly is cute and adorable. I love her design. I like the artwork. It's very eye-catching. Um, I just, I don't, I think your messages are great on what you're trying to convey, but for me, it, I just. I, are you sure if you don't know what it is? I don't know what it is. don't agree with the message. Well, now that you're explaining to me, I think that's great, but. It might, it might be a message that you don't agree with. You might feel like, oh, I don't agree with any of this. Well, I agree with cake. Oh, Chad, like, you simple, simple boy. Shut up. <laughs> Very simple. It's just, I don't think this book is for me. Like, I really don't. Well, and that's that is gonna, okay. Not all books are yes, for everybody. But I'm not telling you that your book is bad. That's my job. Like, that's Kit's job. <laughs> However, though, just for your art, I, I, I want to continue sort of, nice, yeah, yeah, like, for the artwork and the fact that you're making your own comic, I'm going to continue supporting you regardless. Um, I guess he's getting. He wants to do a Kickstarter of all the all all of his all the comics and like put it together. In yeah, a format. Yeah, so maybe that's a maybe it'll read better. I think it would. So I, I think I maybe these, in this webtoon format, breaks. it's not good. So no, these breaks are awful. Um, yeah. So I think. Yeah. Oh, and that's another thing too. I want to show you guys. Not that. <laughs> not that. His Patreon. His Patreon. No, it's the Crimson Fly. He has, um, if you actually go to his uh, website, which is thecrimsonfly.com, 
He has... I'm failing miserably at this. Oh, I thought I heard it out. He has Maybe interactive that's why it's comics. Maybe so simple so you can animate it. Yeah, like he has the animated like comics simple, of it. Simple Flash stuff and like, you know, a little like one twos uh-huh. and stuff, but that's still neat. So these are really cute. I like it. I mean, look at that face. I mean, how could you how could you not say that's adorable? Oh my God. Look at you. You're so cute. Broken Saints, what did you kick off? <laughs> but then there's this weird one where it's just the snow is jiggling. Yeah, the snow's wigging snow. out. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what it. snow looks like, right? But, but then look. Snow, snow doesn't fall, it vibrates. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, when you don't, snow falls at a very snow high velocity. Snow is vibrating everywhere. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? you? But then look, you get this cool little flip. Bam. Oh, that looked great. Like, this is really cool. So, as an animated comic, maybe this is good. But, but other than that, like... Oh, yeah. yeah, see, another one, yeah, too much of, you're, you're, you're trying to make, yeah. you're, shilling, you're shilling a little too hard. Make it longer, even if you have to break it up, or, or not break it up, but put two in one, don't leave us hanging where you're like, oh. Anyway, so that's the Crimson Fly. Continue doing what you're doing, we will come back to this. Or don't. Or or don't. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> we'll never say that. <laughs> Like, don't. I just haven't read much of it yet, so no. I'm just like, I don't. But look, can you tell who he is protesting? It's Steven Universe is protesting um, a guy with very fast hair. Yes. It looks like a little Steven Universe. <laughs> oh, no, Steven Universe is committing a hate crime. Yeah, this is what this is the one that I was talking about, the the Black Lives Matter protest. So you can put a beat to that, like, boom, boom, boom. boom. <laughs> you could put a rap beat to yeah, you it. Good, you could. Be really racist. You got that. You, you got you that got ass. <laughs> Ooh, that tangent. Don't like that. What? Here you go. Her butt makes a little tangent with. Oh the, uh, yeah. Oh the, no, that's gonna be that's gonna be banned because it's, you know the Spider Woman. Oh yeah. Issue. What are yeah. you, Manera? You're out of here. <laughs> but all right, so that was the Crimson Fly, and then a cop guy has a gun. The Crimson Fly. An interesting multimedia comic project. Yeah, I, I guess so. I'm not. But Chad sure. doesn't know what to make of. <laughs> I, I will. I will attempt to decipher it for an episode two weeks from now. Yes, two weeks from now because next week is gut rot where we'll be looking at whatever I pull out of the yeah, garbage. Tries to find some post-apocalyptic stuff. I will try to find something. You should have did just more political comics. I don't have any more. So, all right. Let's get back to the other review that you're all, all right. waiting for. Can you can you pour me a shot? Actually, pour me two. Overfiend needs needs a little extra. Oh boy, I can barely show any. I can't even show the inside first flap. It's got a big nipple on it. Like, oh, oh no. Yeah, I know, right? All right, let's do this. Chad's spilling jizz everywhere. Delicious, delicious eggnog. I just took one because I wanted to. It's tasty, man. It fucking is. I want to have a glass of that later. No kidding. Ooh. Damn. Okay, so I reviewed the first volume of Legend of the Overfiend uh, quite a few months ago. And I was like, all right, I'll get the second one because that's out apparently in America now. That's the thing you can buy. I guess so, yeah. But it was out of print. But they, they were doing a second run that just released last month. I had the third one, though. <laughs> Didn't have the second. Because I they had the first and the third at my local comic book shop, and I was like, "Ooh, I want to own this awful thing." And and you now you do, and, and I do. So there's four total. I have the first three. I'm gonna if I my husband might have got me the fourth for Christmas. I don't know. Um, so I'm just waiting until after Christmas. So you have one, two, and three. Yes. Okay. 
So, but I want to review all of them, but I just finished this one. Now, your your so this is Yuratsuka Doji, Legend of the Overfiend by Toshio Maeda. And if anybody want I want to just point out too that Kit found an interview with Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain interviewed the creator yes. of this hentai manga. <laughs> and that was fucking cool. Um I want to say that Anthony Bourdain did a couple of comics. He did uh there's one Ghost, Hungry Ghosts, and then uh, eat Get Jiro. Get eat, Jiro. Get Jiro. Uh, and Get Jiro is really good. Um, I, I could not find so. the the it's it's from his show. Uh, God, what was the show that Bourdain did? Oh, um, Beyond Borders. Not Beyond no, Borders. No, I forgot what it was without called. Without Borders. Was it Without Borders? I forget. It was Anthony Bourdain's show where he just went all over the world and looked at different cultures and their food and stuff. And he went to Japan and he's just doing a whole bunch of stuff. And I couldn't find. A clip from the episode where he's interviewing this guy, but I found the the transcript and I read it, and it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean it's it's really cool. It was just hey, I wanted to do I couldn't show penises, so I made tentacles. Yes, and that's like, that's kind of what Legend of the Overfiend is. It's notorious for a bunch of reasons, but the main thing is it is it is the first tentacle hentai. Yes, yep. And yeah, they couldn't draw penetration with penises, so he's like, well, what if they had? different sex organs yeah what if they weren't and he could show that and boy oh boy does he (laughs) yeah um the the plot of legend of the overfiend if is it's like a shonen comic where it's 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 literally demon of the week except the demons want to rape you (laughs) or they want to rape your girlfriend (laughs) yeah they just want to rape everybody they do they're they're all awful and it's it's about this kid named i i have so much trouble with their names uh it's this kid named nagumo who is... No, wait. Was it No Reservations? No, that was his American one. That was the one where he was in America. That's just his American Travels one. He's he had a few shows. Yeah, I forget. But he went to Japan and interviewed the Legend of the Overfiend guy, <laughs> and I was like, I found that when I was researching more about the comic. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Anthony Bourdain, <laughs> the guy. My dad watched that show. Like, did my dad see this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Has my dad dad seen the interview with this? And was like, I bet my son knows about that filth. (laughs) And then he's like... And then he was right. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I sure fucking do. I do, Dad, and I'm bringing you the first volume for Christmas. Merry Christmas, Dad. Merry Christmas, Dad. You're gonna hate this. So, but the plot is, it's it's about this kid named Nagumo who has been possessed by the 3,000-year-old spirit of the Overfiend, which is this super-powered demon... That comes out through sex and gives you all these stupid abilities that make no sense. <laughs> yeah. Because um, they just keep happening and they're all dumb. Does he still <laughs> fuck the teacher? Well, oh boy. There's a, there's a new teacher in town. Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown. Oh, okay, That's what yeah. it is. Okay. Yes, Parts Unknown. Thank you. Thank you, chat. But like I said, I, I posted the transcript on Twitter because I was like, whoa, this is a weird thing. It was really fucking It was cool. not a crossover I would expect. No. When you posted that, I was like, well, he is a comic book guy. And then I read it. It's like, oh, he's just – Anthony Bourdain's just talking to him. Yeah, just like, like – In like Toshio Maeda, I, I watched normal interviews with him. He's just – he's 67 years old now. He's, you know, pretty yeah, – yeah. he created Legend of the Overfiend when he was my age. So, <laughs> so Legend of the Overfiend – But it's Nagumo and his, his girlfriend, Akemi – they're like normal little horny high school couple. They're like 14, 15 years old. And they keep trying to have sex and they keep getting interrupted. And they keep getting interrupted. Well, they, yes. they don't have sex in this volume. They do a lot of oral. No, they keep they, trying to. Well, in this volume, they end up having a lot of oral. They do a lot of that, but they don't, they don't ever get to fuck. 
Um, and that that's that turns out to be a plot thing because it's like supposed to be the Overfiend is supposed to have like his his one true wife, and he's supposed to have a kid with her, which is the not the teacher. No, the teacher doesn't matter. There's a new because they go on summer break. Oh, like it almost with a swimsuit issue that makes no sense. Like they're on the beach. It's and... Japanese manga. You have to have a swimsuit. Episode. But like this makes even less sense. They're like they're at the beach, and then the other because there's there's two other demons that are like also in high school. <laughs> Oh, uh, there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's Megumi and Jaku who are demons who have decided to become high schoolers to track the Overfiend because they either want his power or they want to know him or they're just trying to keep track of the situation. But, and then there's Kuroku who's the little blackface demon. <laughs> oh no, he's still around. Oh, he's still around. Does he he's... go up everybody's vaginas? He doesn't go in, wait, what? Well, he does get his hand bit off by a vagina. That's cool. Because uh, he's like, like, hey, tea. I'm going to put my whole fist in here. And it goes, glop, and then it gets bit off, and he's like, oh, jeepers. Oh, like, so it's teeth. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> he, he can grow it back, so it doesn't matter. If anybody knows the movie Teeth. Uh, I'd be flipping through, but this comic is, despite the quote-unquote censorship, it's incredibly graphic. There's um, no censorship there's, in this book. Well, I mean, like, the dicks are, like, a lot of outlines and, like, well, stuff, but you know what's happening. Yeah. There's fluids everywhere. Lot more anal in this volume. There's no oh. anal in the first volume. Tons remember, of it this you time. still have your. Remember, fuck me in the ass because I love Jesus. That's right. Yes, that that's that's the way to not keep your virginity is to have anal. Is to have anal. Yes. Remember, there's um, three holes on a woman. Anyway. No, oh, I know. No, but that's that's the beach chapter. Is is the demon chick? She's watching Nagumo and Akemi, and she's like, oh. Technically, there's seven I'm, holes. I'm but so. Anyway. All right. I'm so <laughs> jealous of them. Oh, I wish I could fuck the Overfiend. And so she gets jealous and decides to fuck three dudes on the beach at once. And it's like the closest it gets to like a normal porn scene. And then they all come on her. And then two panels later, all the cum's gone. <laughs> oh. Like I noticed because she's like just drenched in like ugh, fluids. And then it's like it's all gone. It's like, ah, it's all gone. She jumps she's like, oh, I was going to use these guys to seduce Akemi, it was, I, I don't know what her plan was, but she, apparently if she had sex with she three guys... She was just guys, really horny. If she had sex with three guys, she would somehow get other people to do things. No, her excuse was, I just want to have sex, so she, no, well, she made an excuse it, to have sex. Well, and she does, and then she's like, well, I didn't like that, so she summons the Sea Demon King, and this is this all really happens in this book, and the Sea Demon King shows up and is like, I'm going to drag your nemesis to the sea. And Nagumo's like, no, I can't let that happen. But I don't know. I have overfiend powers. So the little blackface demon is like, but you do. We'll draw them out of you. So the little blackface demon stabs him with an umbrella. And that causes his overfiend powers to come out. And he defeats the ocean. They just said, was she three guys away from leveling up? <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> And so he then he defeats the ocean. But the ocean wiped his memory, so he doesn't remember doing it. This this is all in one chapter. It's and it's so choppy. Kit, what are you? It's like talk- a it's like a nightmare. Really? <laughs> like, Kit, what are you talking about? This is one chapter. You went from three guys from vagina eating. Dude, this, hands this, this, to- some of these chapters jump around like crazy. Like at one point, two characters are sixty nining, and then the I'm next gonna... page, they're flying into another dimension to go to a party. Has that and ever like, happened? Did they did they finish sixty nining? And it's like because there's other characters here now. Well, wait, have you never? Has I guess that never I'm happened doing, to I guess I'm I guess doing you're, wrong, you're doing yeah. sex wrong, dude. It's like it's so bizarre. There's I'm, some. There's some. Uh, one girl is she does anal for the first time, and her like first thing she says is like, 
it feels like I'm going to pee. <laughs> I'm like, that's not what anal feels like. <laughs> like. I was like, what is this dialogue? I feel like I'm going to pee. pee. I'm going to pee myself. And he's like, yeah, oh. that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what? Uh, a guy goes down on a girl and he's. What the fuck am I looking at? Uh, you're looking at Nagumo's pa- new parents. Oh. <laughs> No, keep no, but going. This, this, when he goes down on his girlfriend and he's like licking her down there, and then he goes, "It smells a bit like pee." Um, and I'm like, and he says that out loud. It's like, don't say that to a girl, Jesus. Uh, don't look inside me. Do you mind Dude, if I spread it? No, I got to. What the? F- some of this dialogue <laughs> is so good. Um, That's incredible. Don't look inside me, please. Don't. She's wondering if she's hallucinating while sucking on his dick. <laughs> don't. It was a very specific scene I'm looking for that made, that made me laugh. I mean, that that whole... Dude, what you've said sounds incredible. Oh, there's like... And of course, the, the previous volume had a lot of rape in it. This one's less rapey, but there's still some some, sure. some rape scenes. My favorite? <laughs> yeah, your fa- Being your one girl is, is watching a couple fuck in the park, and she's like, whoa, that's so dirty. They're fucking in the park. And then, like, she's watching, and then there's a guy suddenly next to her who's also watching. Is this a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like, fight scene? Same time frame. Same energy. Yeah. No, this is... Guys, I can't show you this. You can't show any of this. But this this is a guy who's Dude, yeah, like, some of the the sex scenes that are even, like, the normal ones, it's still, like, they're they're so intense with it. It's like, Like, Jesus Christ. This is a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure comic. (laughs) It's fucking incredible. No, but so she's watching these people fuck in the park, and she's like, "Oh goodness, that's not." Yeah, there's the three way that she has, but they're they're fucking in the park, and then while she's watching, another guy is also watching. Is like, "Hey, that's cool. You like watching people fuck in the park too?" And she's like, "Oh, oh God, you're creepy." And he's like, "Yeah, I am." And his dicks out. <laughs> Do the people listening like, are like, "Are you guys?" This all happens in this high? book. <laughs> I just you have to describe it because reading it is just as crazy. Uh, it does some weird coloring at one point. Yeah, there's some colored pages, semi-colored pages. Okay. And so the guy's like, "Well, since you like watching people fuck in the park, I'm oh. gonna have sex with you." And she says no, but he does it anyway. So it gets real rapey real fast. Oh yeah, some of the demons are hilarious looking. Uh, oh. And so this guy starts to rape her in the park while these different people are having sex in the park. And she's like, ah, no, I'm being raped. This is bad. <laughs> Can't you imagine somebody saying that? I'm being raped. This is bad. But then some demons show up and save her, but then they take her to another dimension and they start to rape her. <laughs> oh, oh. So it's like, oh, but they're doing... And they do this... One of them has like a tentacle thing, you know, but it, it wraps... This This really happens. And you... Don't try this at home, kids. He uses his tentacle dick to, to wrap around the base of her clitoris and like stretch it out. They pull it, and I'm like, no, they don't. They don't pull that, up and out like that. Has this? Has the author ever had sex? <laughs> like he was, he was a younger man. I mean, I get it. I, I, I do. You got to have fun with it, and it sounds like he's having a good time. Like it is. Like it was something that looked very painful, but I'm also like, you just you can't do that to a clitoris. No, they don't. They don't stretch like that. <laughs> so is this the only thing that stretches the imagination or stretches the clitoris? So. <laughs> But then she gets some information out of the rape demons, so they're kind of... And then one of them gets the hole blown in their head. I was trying to find the pee part, because that was funny. Oh, and like, they get a new teacher. The new there's Wait, a new what's teacher. common in Japan porn? Stretching the clitoris? Oh, I don't know. Is that common? Because I've watched 
no porn at all. They go, like, yeah. Do they like s- stretch it like a rubber band and then smack it against them? Oh, I guess that is a thing. Oh, okay. It looked really okay. horrible. Okay. Um, we, we learned something new about Japanese. Wait, why do you know this? Yeah, well, you know. We <laughs> Thanks, some, we Chad. We got some kind of hysterics in I here. I guess we sued. Did you what, was the the other, what was the other scene that I really liked? Uh, liked being an operative. It sounds like there. all of it. Oh, well, no, because they, they have a new teacher who's a demon, and the, the demon teacher is so good at sex that he makes his students become obsessed with fucking him, and then they'll like go out and murder for him. But he's also been planting his eggs in them. Oh, so these. So high... he's also in animation and drawn stuff. Oh, oh well, that's yeah. fair. You specialize in stretchy clitoris porn. Yeah. Get it. So anyway, so about the teacher. He's just he's just a creepy weirdo, um, and he puts his eggs in a girl, and she tries to fuck a guy and chew off his dick, but it doesn't work. So she turns into like a backwards naked demon lady. Kit. Everything you are saying sounds like a drug trip, but I'm not surprised because you're talking about legends. Because you've read the first one, because I've read like none of this this surprises me anymore. And they made this like 34 (laughs) years ago, and it's just like lunacy. You're gonna let me borrow this, right? Yes. Oh yeah, and dude, the first thing that happens in this book is like he's the main character. He's got a girl in his room, and she starts to get like too DTF for him, and he's like, oh, I need to go take a walk outside. Immediately gets creamed by a taxi cab and, and dies. <laughs> oh, the main character. And the doctor's like, oh my god, he's already dead. What do we do? His overfiend soul comes out and, like, melts all the doctors into goo As- and absorbs their souls, and then he comes back to life, and the nurse is like, oh my god, what? <laughs> And so he rapes the nurse, but she comes so hard that she turns into a statue and explodes into dust. Kid, is it weird that my boner is going <laughs> rrr, 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 very confused? And then the overfiend is like, all right, I am satiated. And then he just turns back into his normal self, and he's like, what? Why am I in so, a hospital? So the, and since all the doctors evaporate, he doesn't know that he just like killed four people. Oh, the, do- the guy who said that he's in animation and knows all this says it's a huge turnoff for him. Oh, I mean, oh. ooh. Well testicular weightlifting i've seen that yeah this is a comic wow this com this comic is is a, a classic it's 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 got it's got animated adaptations one of them's on the top 100 animated movies of all time in the uk i think you've said that to me i yeah, did that you, on the first one that, yeah when you said because people like hijacked the list yeah, to get it on there when you told me about this book i didn't know anything about it except it was the and first like it's tentacle not, hentai well it's it's the first tentacle hentai it's from the 80s and, and it's not only just like oh it's some obscure thing it's been animated twice yes. now and now it's it's been released in the u.s like i bought these at my comic shop it's a yeah Faku so books which means fuck in one of the one of the girls who is the manager of vault of midnight which is our comic book shop that we we shop at uh she just ordered these because she thought they were funny they are and that's why she has them on the shelves um and because i asked her about it i was like why do you have because i I don't i've never seen that at any other store i haven't either so uh, finally one day i just walked up to her and i was like hey uh why do you have legend of the overfiend on the shelves she's like we do i thought we sold out of that and she walked we into did. the check. We did. My friend, and you said, I, and I did. did. That my was the thing. I go, no, <laughs> my 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 friend, my embarrassing friend, bought, bought that. Um, why? And she goes, oh, I just thought it was funny. And then she saw me at Meyer one day, mm-hmm. and that was great. I mean, they are funny. Uh, as for like their value as like a sex comic, like I like a good sexy comic. And this isn't like poorly drawn. Like the guy can Toshio Meda can very clearly draw. The screen tone usage is great. 
Um, the photo bashing is all over the place in terms of quality. Like, there's some panels sure. that it's like, that's just a Xerox of a photo you took, like, and you cut and pasted it in. Like, it's just, like, I know what that is. Uh, but, like, it is mostly well-drawn, but it's, I, I wouldn't say most of much of it is, like, sexually enticing. Like, it's so, it's so crass. It's also the characters talk so crassly. Like, uh, one character refers to the main character's girlfriend as that hole you played around with all summer. <laughs> Like, like it's just stuff like that. They they That's... refer to women as broads and like all that stuff. Like it's just awful. It's insulting. There's a lot of also this volume has a lot more like oops you saw my boner jokes. Like a lot of that happening. That's just standard anime. Well, that stuff, wasn't in the though. first one. Like there was a lot more anal. There was so a this... lot more of that. So this seems a lot more like shy. No, like no, it's still graphic as fuck. No, no, I mean like in in that case of oh, you saw my erection. I think it's up instead think of just like to... here comes my erection. It's you saw my erection. But like once they see it, it like comes out a few panels later, and it's like you like what you see, or do you want it in your butt? Like... <laughs> Please, I they hope, talk like that. I hope this. he's like, they... married and he has like four children. <laughs> he's like si- he's hope... sixty-seven, and he has the title in Japan of the Tentacle Master. I mean. You gotta own that. Like, you, you do. do with this book. You gotta own The Technical Master. Do you recommend Legend of the Overfiend for a Christmas recommendation? For Christmas. It's Christmas, Kit. Ah, I can't fit it in my mouth. Try licking around it. L- like this? <laughs> <laughs> Just tile. Oh, yeah, he, like... I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she's, like, coming so hard she thinks she's going to die. That's fun. By the way, if... Yeah, any... there it is. Ah, but that's my... It's going right in her pooper. Oh. D- oh. This feels incredible. It feels like I'm going to pee myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that an incredible feeling? Like, You're about to wet yourself? Does peeing feel incredible? My hips are turning to mush. I'm going to die. Welcome to this illusionary hell. Uh, What? It's just, it's the craziest thing. Like, Kit, none of this I'm surprised about. Because it's Legend of the Overfiend. (laughs) I've had a raging boner for a while. Now suck it! And there's, like, energy beams coming out of his boner. Uh, Oh my god, Dragon Ball Ball Z shit right here. Does he do the Kamehameha wave when he comes? Uh, while this guy's, like, starting to rape her, he's like, this will be a good lesson for her. She thinks the whole world is just filled with good people. Uh, you... <laughs> I guess you're proving I mean, it's not. I, like, I guess, uh, I guess it's you're... just, like, the insanest <laughs> dialogue. Like, and I'm just sitting there giggling and reading this to my husband. Other times I'm going, like, oh, my God, how do they write this shit? It's so crude like, and awful. But it's funny. It uh, I can't believe it's. I can't believe you can buy this book. In the year of our Lord 2020 on comic shelves, but... So it's a slutty Willy Wonka. <laughs> I feel like the author is a slutty Willy Wonka. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's um, a that's a good... Like, I could just... Like, it'd be an entertaining stream for me to just... Like, I, I can't show you the images, but I could just give you summaries. All right, in this chapter, what happens? And then in this one... <laughs> you know, we what we should do is just do an audio reading of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's also... There's also... They translate some of the sound effects. So there'll be sound effects like... 
spread. Like, <laughs> yeah, like there's one sound effect that's just erect. Like, <laughs> could you could you imagine it's, when you're watching porn that happens? Erect, where just erect spread the butthole butthole <laughs> insert. Yeah, no, that that's come. in there. Insert is in there. I don't know if come is. Uh, one character gets his dick burned because he fucks the guy's girlfriend, and it's like, oh, she swallows his cum, so if you fuck her, it burns your dick. <laughs> uh oh. That's not good. That's like a whole plot point, is if she swallows or not. Wait. You need to answer or I'll kill you. Wait, what are the rest of the plot points? <laughs> like, they They want to, this guy's the overfiend, he's powerful, all the demons want him, and they keep fucking with his girlfriend, so he keeps... Turning into the Overfiend sometimes and defeating them. Oh, but the girlfriend starts to get powers. And she fucks everybody. No, she just gets fucked by everybody. She's trying to be, like, a good girlfriend, but she's just... Those damn demons, man. They just keep coming for her. You'd be... Su- okay, so the chat says you'd be surprised what's in a lot of manga you can just pull off the shelf at a comic pa- place or even Barnes Nobles. I know, um... What was that other one? The Interspecies Reviewer is coming to uh, America. That's a little more vanilla than yeah. this. Uh. <laughs> yeah. We we would show you why those are not as graphic as Like, the, the big those. thing in this one is it's all underage characters. It's, it's very, very rendered. And sure. it's also a lot of non-consensual <laughs> Yeah. So it's just a lot of big no-no things. And not only, like, American pop culture, but especially in, like, the comic scenes. Like, you can't make comics about scary sure. things. And then I'm, like, reading this, like, the fuck did this come out? <laughs> the plot point is his penis. <laughs> is that the plot? Oh, and there's a whole thing where he's the overfiend. It's like, his dick was five times bigger when he was the overfiend. That's the dick I want. Oh, that makes me sad. Because yeah. <laughs> there's the other chick who's now, lusting after his overfeed. Would you form. recommend this or Sunstone? Oh, this definitely. Oh, 100%. This is way better yeah. than Sunstone. Any- I love this so much more than Sunstone. <laughs> if if anybody doesn't know about Sunstone, um, good on you. It's, I mean, if you're really into S&M, you'd love it, but that's kind of, that's it. That's it. Otherwise. It's, it's a wash, rinse, repeat scenario. This just sounds. This is just funny. This is just like, I mean, I guess funny. if you're into like. Uh, non-consensual stuff, like, yeah, have a ball, I guess. Sure. Maybe you'll be sexually into this, but if you just want to read something crazy and, like, own something you're not supposed to own, <laughs> definitely oh, grab this. The it's, it's, a piece, it's a piece of horrifying hentai history. And they don't it's sell great. this at Barnes & Nobles. Not this one, no. But they sell this at our found comic book shop, though, yeah. which is incredible, and I hope... It's on its second print run. Is this the second volume? Is this, this the second, second print run? run? Yeah, because I had to get How the many? second There's run. four volumes, right? Four volumes, Okay, yeah. four volumes. Um, they're all out again now. I'm so. excited to see how it ends because how do you end something? I mean, something like, there like is, this? like, an ongoing plot where you find out more about the demon, but it's mostly just, like, there's demons, they're they're rapey, it's him this guy's the best demon. Sex. And you, 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 like, learn some stuff, but it's, you know. Which is weird because this isn't even, like, a fetish thing either when you read it. It's not. There's some fetish. Tentacles are a Well, fetish. it's not, like... 14-year-olds It's not... Non-consensual is a fetish. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, I said it was... No, I did say it was It was a fetish thing. <laughs> I no, do. It's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty out there. It's wild. It's... Shots with comics after dark. Oh, that would be so much fun. Yeah, we'd have to like we'd have to like oh. record it on a different streaming platform. We but... sure would. 
we could maybe use Picardo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we could use Picardo and do an After Dark. Mm -hmm. That would be fun. Do that for Valentine's Day. We could show all this shit. We yeah. could. We could even do Sunstone as well. Well, I'll, we I'll keep reading stuff. these yeah. and I'll keep informing you guys as to where it goes and if it because it, it. What I'm, I was worried about was that first volume was so crazy. I'm like, can he possibly keep this up? And he does. It I'm keeps, taking it, that. It, it, I mean, I was just laughing my ass off. It's so funny. Um, it sounds incredible. The thing is that everything that came here came out of your mouth doesn't surprise me. <laughs> like, but as you're reading it, you're thing. just like, like, oh my god. You're like, god damn it. Okay, I get it. Um, but other than that, anything else? No, I think I'm I think I'm good. Think All right. Good. Well, that was our episode of um our holiday our pre-Christmas extravaganza. And we'll be back yeah. with a post-Christmas second extravaganza of terrible shit um and also there will be some more there will be some changes after the new year uh oh. guys uh, a lot more more behind behind the scenes stuff oh, okay. will be happening um so nothing Wait, what, that you guys will what notice what do you see us like behind oh i thought you were going to film us beforehand like yeah, behind the scenes. Here's how we prep, and it's just me and you eating chicken wings and watching Red Letter Media. I mean, that is how we prep, so it's just this like, yeah. The, this is the exciting prep process. <laughs> yeah. um, so, guys, if you really enjoy us, please hit that like and subscribe button. It really means a lot to us when you guys come and hang out with us. Um, we expect to see you at every single stream. Um, if you want to take a look and see what I'm doing, you can follow me at Casual Nerd Chat on Twitter, where I post all my weird artwork and upcoming projects that I'll be working on. You can follow us on at Shots with Comics on Twitter. You can also follow Kit at at Bonitis on Twitter. B O N E I T I S. And then every Saturday, you can catch him at Twitch.tv slash Bonitis Uno. That's that same Bonitis word, but with Uno, like the card game at the end. And you are doing the snake, oh the Snake Pit, the yeah. Snake Pit, which like, is wait, a I do a comic. I do com oh the Snake Pit, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's what's did, on Twitch. Yes, <laughs> and it is a raw just chat session it's a with three hour Dave every Saturday seven p.m. EST. I I paint live. I take uh, Q and A from the audience. I interact with the crowd. It's me, David Lilly, Hazen Cruz, and a bunch of other vivid crew people. Kind of anybody can show up. That's that's kind of part of our crew. But it's it's always us three, and it's just three hours. It's a good time. I also drink on that. My weekends, I work a lot and I drink a lot. <laughs> Drinks a lot. Um, coming up, uh, Sabrina and I, who's been our lovely Twitter person, so thank you so much for you uh, to you to ta for taking over and hanging out with us. Uh, we have a couple things coming down the line next year, and join us for our gut rot gut rot episode. If you have any review requests that you want us to take a look at, just send them our way. We get a lot of stuff from creators that want us to to tear apart their comics and tell them how they can do better. Well, I haven't talked about the darkness this week just because people were asking me, like, oh, is the darkness good? Because everyone's like, I played the game, I played the game. I played. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, here's the book you want to read. And they're like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll talk about yeah, it Yeah, we'll week. talk about it. So, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we are out.